On this episode of Tasty Cast, we'll be discussing game releases. We'll be watching Palia, Palia, how do you say that? Uh, official announcement trailer and discussing it. We will be talking about cross-gen games. I know it's been a topic lately. Games that are coming out on PS4 and PS5. So if you have an opinion on that, which I'm sure you do, make sure to stick around for that conversation. Let us know in the comments what you think of it, of course. And, of course, of course, of course, we'll be reading your comments. But before we do that, make sure to download and play Operation Tango Virtue Fighter 5 Ultimate Showdown. Star Wars Squadrons all off for free on PlayStation Plus. Make sure to download those, play those, come back at the end of the month for Plus Club. Let us know what we thought of those games. We'll let you know what we thought of them. It's a new month, so new games, obviously. And with that as well, Game of the Month is Minecraft, randomly picked. I'm sure Chevy and Chris are very happy about that. We'll be playing that as well and talking about that on uh, Game of the Month at the end of the month. And yeah, we have a Patreon if you'd like to support this channel further than liking, commenting, sharing, and subscribing if you're brand new. And we are on audio platforms, Spotify, iTunes, everything else if you'd like to listen to this podcast and other podcasts that we put out. All right, let's get into the first taste cast of June. What's going on, guys? Welcome to episode 143 of the Taste of Cast, a weekly podcast where we talk about things, react to things, do a bunch of random shit. My name's Seth, and uh, joining me today is Chevy, of course, to my left, your right, and up at the box, we got Chris. How you guys doing? Good, good. Weekend. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Chris was having some audio issues, but we got them all figured out. We got them fixed just for you guys. Give us a I'm thumbs up just for that. I'm tired. Very tired, yeah. Yeah, seems to be a, a typical thing around here. But uh, you know, we're all staying up late, playing AJ. games, all the shit, getting old, we're dying. Makes sense. <laughs> um, we had a lot to cover today though, so we should probably just jump into it. And it is the first taste cast of the month, so of course we're gonna jump into game releases and uh yeah, we're gonna read from this list. We're gonna tell you what games are coming out and we're gonna discuss what we're hyped for and what we're not hyped for. So okay, game releases. We actually pulled up a list that was just PS4, PS5 games, but now we have a list for everything. So let's just jump into it. We got Elder Scrolls Online Blackwood came out June first for PC and Stadia. Stonefly for on June first, PS5, Xbox Series X and S, PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. Wreckfest on PS5 June first. That seems weird because we played that um last month um world of warcraft burning crusade classic june 1st pc operation tango june 1st pc ps5 xbox series x and s ps4 and xbox one it's also one of the uh plus games so make sure download download that and play that come back to the end of the month talk about it with us uh tour de france 2021 june 3rd pc ps5 xbox series x and s ps4 xbox one pro cycling manager 2021 and everybody's dying to play that june 3rd pc sniper ghost warrior contracts 2 p or june 4th on pc ps4 xbox one ps5 xbox series x and s um i didn't know they're making that dc superhero girls teen power June 4th, Switch. The Persistence Enhanced, June 4th, PC, PS5, Xbox Series X and S. Chivalry 2, June 8th, Xbox One, Xbox Series X, PS4, PS5, PC. Elder Scrolls Online Blackwood, June 8th. Uh, it says it up there. Oh, for Xbox, PS4, um, Xbox One, PS5, and uh, Series X, but no S, apparently. Elder Scrolls Online is coming out on... 
PS5, Xbox Series X on June 8th. Very interesting. Ninja Gaiden Master Edition, June 10th on Switch. Final Fantasy VII Remake Integrated, June 10th, PS5. We are football. Of course we are. June 10th, PC. <laughs> Guilty Gear Strive is coming out June 11th on PC, PS5, PS4. Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, also June 11th. Ooh, that's a banger day. Uh, June 11th, PS5. Only PS5. Oh, yeah, that's Ratchet Clank. I was looking at Guilty Gear again. I just got Guilty Gear on the mind, apparently. Legend of Mana, June 24th. It's a huge jump in uh, in days. PC, PS4, Switch, Alex Kidd in Miracle World DX, June 24th. PC, PS5, Xbox Series X and S, PS4, Xbox One, Switch. Uh, Rogue Book, June 24th on PC. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 Plus 2, uh, June 25th on Switch. Mario Golf Super Rush coming out June 25th, Switch. DreamWorks Spirit, Lucky's Big Adventure, June 25th, PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. Scarlet Nexus comes out on June 25th, PC, PS5, Xbox Series X and S, PS4, Xbox One. Destroy All Humans comes out on Switch June 29th. Curved Space, June 29th, PC, PS5. Five, Xbox Series X and S, PS4, Xbox One, A Tale of Synapse, The Chaos Theories, June 30th, uh, Switch and PC, Rico or Rico, whatever you want to say, London, June to be announced, um, PS5, PS4, Switch, and World Splitter and Sam and Max are also games that are apparently going to come out in June, but they don't know. On PC is Sam and Max, and World Splitter is uh, Xbox One. Um, yeah, I kind of lost myself reading all that, so I gotta fucking remember where I'm at real quick. Any of those games uh, sound cool to you guys? Anything you're not looking forward to, avoiding like the plague, and anything in the middle? Um, go down the list real quick here. Uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake Integrate. Uh, I'm gonna be picking up for sure. Uh, kind of curious to see how that all gets. Uh, Put in storyline wise, also it'll be interesting to see how uh, she feels since they did a pretty good job in Final Fantasy VII Remake of making all the characters feel different. Come on, Yuffie. Yeah. Yeah, we said she feels like who, but yeah, that makes sense. Um, definitely picking up Guilty Gear Strive and Ratchet and Clank. That's going to mm. be an expensive day. Yep. Um, been looking forward to both those games. I got a chance to, to play one of the betas for Guilty Gear Strive. That game feels really good, so. Um, I saw on Twitter somebody's developing a new fighting game that was on like Unreal Engine 5 or something. It looked really good. I was like, that's fucking dope. Somebody's making a fighting game. There's like not enough. That's a tough market, yeah. It's like five games. <laughs> well, Arc's system, wherever the hell fucking they make a bunch, but yeah. You know, the ones that are popular got like two. Um, Legend of Mana, I also would like to pick up, and there's a nice break in between games there, so hopefully I'll have. Uh, Financially, the ability to pick that one up at that point. Yeah, fucking for anybody listening, game releases jumps from June 11th all the way to the 24th. Yeah, it's probably E3, so it is they're probably just E3. avoiding uh, doing all their announcements. That's actually exactly what it is. Yeah, and then Scarlet Nexus, I'm interested in. You play the demo? Nope. Pretty neat. Pretty neat. In fact, I need to put that on my list of games I'm playing. Chris, anything screaming at you? There's a few things. Uh, the Elder Scrolls Online. I've been looking at that. Uh, the Ninja Gaiden Master Edition sounds really fun. I really like those old Ninja Gaiden games a lot. Uh, Guilty Gear Strive. I'm a big Guilty Gear fan, so I'm, I'm excited to play that. Although I'm debating whether or not to buy it on console or PC. Um, Legends of Mana is a really big one. I'm definitely going to buy that one. 
uh, right away. <laughs> and then I got a little special list of games I'd, I'd like to, to get, but I can't because they're PlayStation 5 exclusives. And I don't have a PlayStation 5. So like Ratchet and & Clank and mm. uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake. But I don't have access to those since I can't get my hands on a PlayStation 5. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be tough for a little bit too, which sucks. But apparently they're making, which is kind of wild, uh, a different version of the PS5. It's going to be the exact same looking or something, but the internals are going to be different because of the chip or whatever that they can't get. Um, I was thinking about that the other day. I was like, that's wild. The, like, the PS5 I have is essentially a collector's item at this point. Happened with the PS3 as well, though. Well, and also kind of happened with uh with the xbox 360 because they had to put the falcon chip in mm-hmm. because the red rings yep. so it's not unprecedented but it's still weird for sure yeah yeah it's weird to think about yeah for sure anything else uh i'm gonna avoid we are football like the plague <laughs> fair but we are football we yeah how can you no. avoid football no. there's when no we, we are football there's no we no we are we this not we not, no. We're not communists, all right? This is this is I am not True. football, not we. True. <laughs> we are not. You're correct. We are not communists. <laughs> um yeah, so uh fuck, there's a lot of things going here. Well, Wreckfest is coming out June 1st apparently for PS5. <laughs> I played it somehow and it's uh it's pretty dope. So, I will be playing that more and if you're thinking about picking that up on June 1st, definitely check that out and you missed out because you could have got it for free on PlayStation Plus. Um Elder Scrolls Online Blackwood, I already bought it. Uh, been playing. We'll talk about that, but do do plan on playing that more. Um, an Operation Tango. Uh, we'll talk about that as well. Uh, how I haven't played that yet, but I want to play that. Let's see. Uh, Tour de France. Definitely not not interested in that. I like I said France. That's how they say it. Tour de France. <laughs> um, my American ass should be like Tour de France. Uh, Chivalry Two. Uh, definitely excited to play that. I like the original Chivalry. Um, so I want to see what they do with that. I watched some videos. It pretty much looks just like chivalry except for better graphics, but definitely buying that very soon. Um, Ninja Gaiden, I'm kind of interested in, uh, I wasn't the biggest Ninja Gaiden fan back in the day, but I liked it. It It's like the OG original. Like I remember during that time, games were so easy and people were complaining all the time because that was during the time where they're exploring how to make standard tutorials nowadays and so everything was just holding your hand and going like press x here do this do that and people are like these games are boring there's like escort missions the game just walking me through disneyland these games are you know shit and then ninja gaiden came out and they're like this game's hard this game's too hard make it easy and they're like fuck you and they made it harder um, and then, of course, Dark Souls and shit came after that. So I always kind of appreciated Ninja Gaiden for going like, well, we'll offer you something difficult. Plus, it's uh, Team Ninja, so they know how to make fluid-ass combat. Uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake Integrate. I'm going to buy this. I'm going to hope this sparks my interest in fucking just beating Final Fantasy VII on my PS5. Did that upgrade come out? Mm-hmm. Oh, no, I think it comes out the same day. But... Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm saving myself for that. But uh, I do plan on being Final Fantasy Seven, Jeremy. I promise. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm one. He, he's like, I don't think you're gonna do it, and I'm like, I'm 100 percent gonna do it. I want to beat that game. Um, now the pressure's on. Uh, Guilty Gear Strive. I'm gonna let you buy, and I'm gonna play it. Uh, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. I want to play that. I want. I'm gonna buy it. Uh, Legend of Mana. Definitely gonna pick up. Uh, let's see. There's something else. Scarlet Nexus. Definitely want to pick that up. I've been playing the demo, and it's pretty neat. Um, 
And yeah, I think that's everything. I could have swore something else was coming out this month, but it's it was on that PS4 list and not this list. So, oh well, let us know in the comments if there's a game that was not on this list. Um, but yeah, that's what I want to play. Any all the sports shit, I don't give a fuck about. I'm not playing that. I'm not playing that shit. Stop making those games. You don't have I'm to not, play it. I'm we not are gonna, it. I'm not, yeah, well, we already are it, so what do I need to buy your game for if I'm football? <laughs> Fucking think about that before you name your game We Are Football. What the hell is your problem? Um, <laughs> so let me know in the comments uh, what games are you guys picking up? Uh, what games were not on this list, possibly? Because I feel like there's a game that's coming out this month that's not on this fucking list. And Wreckfest is on there, so maybe they got those mixed up. Um, and yeah, what are you stoked about? What are you not stoked about? And let me know everything you think about in the comments below. Uh, I'm going to use this opportunity real quick before we jump into what we've been playing to let you guys know. I probably should have said this in the beginning of the episode. E3 is coming up. You guys know this already, and it's going to be fucking huge. I think this is going to be a gigantic E3 because... 2020 sucked as everybody knows and e3 didn't happen and all these companies not only didn't have big announcements to make but also had problems even fucking working on the games they're already working on all these delays all this shit so i think 2020 or 2021 is going to be huge for uh game releases but also just announcing shit i think we're gonna get some big announcements with that said uh taste cast may not be happening that week it's very good possibility won't happen (laughs) at all because we're gonna have a lot from this tasty cast on there's going to be big announcements coming out. So just kind of, uh, you know, hang out, watch all these reactions we're going to be doing. But yeah, Taste Cast is going to be rough to do with the amount of shit that's going to be coming out in the next like two weeks. So yeah, as um, soon as it starts, I'm going to have to like not be on Discord or Twitter, which sucks. But yeah, for sure. And in our Discord, I mean, people in there pretty much know how things you know go. But if you want to talk about the things before we reacted to them, uh, we would very much appreciate it if you would uh, post that in game hype only, uh, and we can just avoid that one section, not the whole Discord. Um, be very appreciated. Thank you. Um, so yeah, just want to kind of throw that out there. E three is coming up. Bear with us as we are going to be all over the place when it comes to episodes. Um, with that said, let's jump into uh, what we've been playing. I can probably go full screen for this. Um, where we talk about the games we've been playing, and uh, I got like two games to talk about, so let's start with Chris. <laughs> I saw a movement. I, I was like a T-Rex. I, I saw your head shaking. I'm like, Chris. <laughs> uh, I, got, I got seven games I can talk about here. Ooh, shit. Every so, time I got no games to talk about, you got a bunch of games. Why are we switching spots? Every time I got a bunch of games, you got like, I've been playing three games. It's because I'm unemployed and I just kind of do nothing all day. Plenty so. of time, yeah. <laughs> time. Um, so I've been playing Final Fantasy XIV. I managed to finish my Relic Weapon for Scholar. It's a fancy book with glowy lights coming off of it as per usual. I'm glad and you, of course you I had explained to it to me like I'm a five-year-old because I needed that. Because I'm like, oh, okay, cool. That's <laughs> I like RGB lighting. It's the best weapon in the expansion it, form. It, oh, it's sick. really these weapons are really like interesting because it's the base weapons from before and then they just have like really simple shapes coming off of them uh it's it's very interesting it's, it's literally i just have like big teardrops in the shape of a flower coming off the front of the book and mm. the back of it just has like a little vine crawling out the side but they're very like solid colors and simple shapes coming off them it's really it's a really unique look to the weapons for the game um and of course, I had to reglam my character to match my weapon. So that was the thing I spent hours doing. Um, I've been playing ESO or Elder Scrolls Online lately. Uh, you too, huh? I have a, a little bit here and there. You know, nothing crazy. Uh, I got a Necromancer tank. That is my basically my main character. Um, 
it takes a long time for me to kill anything, but I'm mortal. I, I don't die. It's just not possible. It's weird. It's really weird. Dude, my DPS um, necromancer has a hard time dying because I specced in some of his, like, take fucking health when you hit people shit. And I'm just, like, constantly mm-hmm. just siphoning health from people. Yeah. 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 I got the spectral scythe thing that just AOE life steals and got the bone armor, which is just, I'm take no damage and it, it, it's really cool i really like this a lot I don't, i'm not quite sure how tanking works in this game because i don't feel like i have moves that like really generate aggro or threat per se mm-hmm. um but i have a the bone armor mutation or whatever uh where if they hit me with range attacks it pulls them to me so it's really cool to keep ranged characters up close um that's yeah fun. there's a there's a video that got recommended to me because I've been watching a lot of ESO stuff, obviously. And uh, it was like seven things beginners in ESO get wrong. And like one of them was like, when you're when you're playing with a group, don't don't use uh, call moves like don't pull aggro. That's something that beginners get wrong in ESO all the time. I'm like, that's kind of a fucking thing in MMOs in general you shouldn't be doing. But anyway, the reason I didn't bring that up is because he was talking about those two moves that beginners shouldn't be picking. And one of them was a like shout move that gets enemies to come to you. And then another one was like a pull move of some kind. So there is definitely okay. tank moves. Um, I think they're associated with sword and shield though. I don't know. Cause he was saying, mm-hmm. if you want to do DPS in this game, don't touch sword and shield. Um, I, I thought it was funny as well though, that he's like basically telling people how MMOs work. It's like, this is a, a <laughs> beginner's problem in ESO. I'm like, no, no, no. If you don't, if you don't get that. You need to just, Someone needs to sit down and go, okay, all MMOs, pretty much, outside of Guild Wars 2, and even there, pretty much, uh, don't do that. Yeah, I'm sure the game attracted a lot of people who weren't MMO players initially, though. Oh, 100%. When the game came out, people were like, this is on Skyrim. Like, yeah, it's a a fucking MMO. It's not even the same people. (laughs) Anyway, not to go into tangent, but... (laughs) But yeah, I've been doing that. I'm dabbling here and there with different characters. Uh, I got a weird one made by my Twitch chat where they voted for an Argonian Templar caster. That yeah, was Chevy. It was all Chevy. Chevy won all the polls. Nice. Um, but yeah, I just kind of kind of trips about and do little shit here and there. I don't really focus too deep on the story or the lore of everything because um, it's a little overwhelming with how much side quests there are and trying to follow every little story's details. Well, Elder Scrolls so is already kinda... like very lore rich and like a lot of most, but like. Um... It, it definitely explores a lot of that, and there is a shitload of side quests. The game's designed that when you walk over a hill, somebody's like running up going like, hey, comrade, help me out. I'm like, I'm not a communist. I just walk past them. But then I walk like two feet away, and someone's like, oh, God, I got attacked, and I'm sitting here next to a tree, and I'm like, eh, I guess I'll fucking talk to you. And it's like, go over here. And then I turn in that quest, someone's like, but by the way, thanks for, thanks for bringing him, but by the way, I need something done. I need you to go fucking kill this guy for me. I'm like, I don't do that. And it's like, oh, you don't? You're not, you're not an assassin? No, I'm not playing that. So yeah, it definitely, <laughs> definitely has a lot of side shit to do. I'm constantly like abandoning quests when I have too many because I'm like, I believe that. I'll just do these organically when I go back to that zone because the game's yeah. kind of set up to like feel organic like that. I definitely have a, a a pattern of now where I just pick one quest and I go complete that quest and I come back and I won't pick up any side quests on and or anything else until I end that quest. And if there's something around me I can pick up, I'll grab it and kind of, you know, breadcrumb trail my way through it. 
Yeah, I had to recalibrate my brain because I was like, this game is trying to be like Elder Scrolls. It's trying to be like Skyrim. It's trying to be like Morrowind. And so, like, I should only be doing these side quests if I'm feeling like doing that side quest, like, right now. Don't pick it up Mm -hmm. for later. Like, do it it now because the game wants you to go on these adventures and shit. So I stick to the storyline quests and... There's a lot of them. There's not even like a there is a mainline quest, but there's also because the expansions different storyline quests and different For zones you can zone, do at any yeah. time. Uh, so I have like three different story quests happening right now, and then like you know yeah. some random person will come and be like, "Hey, comrade," I'm like, "No, no, not you." I just keep going, and somebody else comes up and they're like, "Hey, you look like somebody can get some stuff stuff done." I'm like, "Well, yeah, kinda," and then I go do their quest. I'm do it for like an hour. Yeah. I'm just gone for yep. a while. Yep, that's about all I do. I hop in, pick a quest or two. And just kind of wander. <laughs> I'm a nomad. So you're playing a necromancer tank. I'm playing DPS necromancer, which is something that's interesting about this game. Is every single class in this game can be anything. Can they be all have a yeah. tree that can spec into DPS, tank, or healer, which is really kind of neat because mm-hmm. me and you can both play necromancer and have completely different jobs. Um, what do you think about? Uh, you were kind of already talking about it earlier, but um, what do you think about like the the necromancer's move set, but also like the combat in general? Uh, the combat is is definitely and the only ex, uh, example I can give you. It's Skyrim. Mm. Um, that's the only Elder Scrolls game I've played. So you can zoom into first person and play it that way, or you can zoom the camera out and play third person. Um, but it is that same kind of like you know, hold or click left click to swing, right click to block, hold left click to do heavy attacks, um, and then you just have the spells are really neat. Um, overall for necromancer i really like the theme with it uh i think they encapsulated that idea of necromancer really well um you even get penalties for being in town if you cast certain necromancer spells um so that, that lore is really there of like you know you're not yeah. supposed to be a necromancer oh, i've been in trouble a couple times <laughs> same i, I hit r instead of e town. and turn into a big bone golem in a town once and that was a bad bad time real bad time yeah when i first started looking through my spells in just big red letters it's like this is an illegal spell don't do it in town i'm like oh shit <laughs> <laughs> and so like i had i plan a controller because it plays really it, they're trying to get people who aren't in mmos and the game plays very well in a controller i kind of really like it so i was playing a controller and b is obviously to go back in menus but it's also mapped to one of my moves i hit it hit it twice i got out of the menu my guys start casting shit and people got pissed like fuck and i'm like all right just i'll pay the fine i was like that's a fucking like that's a stupid reason to have to pay money it's like i didn't mean to press b i'm sorry <laughs> Like necromancer, um, huh? Piggy bank. <laughs> My fuck. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. So it, it feels very much like I'm playing Skyrim on an MMO surface. So mm-hmm. it's fun. Yeah, though. It's a lot. They do of fun. a really good job because it's absolutely an MMO, but they're they're emulating an action RPG in a way that I think is pretty pretty good. They 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 kind of mm-hmm. sell that because you can like block moves. Um, which will stun the enemy or when they're getting ready to cast, you can interrupt by blocking and then shoving them. And so there's like kind of these actiony elements to it. And uh, mm-hmm. even, even the first person mode, I sometimes go into it, even though obviously it's an MMO, I don't want to play like that. Some of the puzzles though, you have to, it's like, look at the symbols. I'm like, I can't see them from fucking up in the sky. <laughs> so I like go into first person. I'm like, Oh yeah, there's, these are all detailed. Or like this hologram happened. It's like, watch the video. And I'm like, or the hologram, I'm like, I can't see it. So I like zoomed in. I'm like, Oh yeah, there's a whole thing happening here. Um, but I really appreciate the detailing of like your hands in front of you, like you're playing Skyrim essentially. All your yep. all your weapons have the moves in front of you for first person stuff like that. Like in a lot of MMOs, it's just like first person, 
and you're just watching the stuff get, you know, the spells being done and people taking damage. But uh, but in this, they they actually went out of their way to make first person feel like it was something that's developed for outside of riding mounts for some reason you can't be in first person which sucks practice the amount of mounts and different sizes and shit but yeah, yeah. so the combat is, is really really interesting in, in the sense that it feels actiony even in first person it can kind of give you that illusion i feel like someone who's even though it's not a casual mo i feel like someone who's casually possibly exploring mo's you could like just give them the controller put in first person be like it's skyrim and they go okay yeah Absolutely, one hundred percent. You could any anybody who enjoys the the Skyrim mode of gameplay uh, can easily hop into this game, and you don't even have to interact with people. You can just wander around, like you said, and just quest. Like mm-hmm. half the time, I forget I'm playing an MMO until I run into a yeah. dungeon. There's eighty people in there. I think that's the big reason why I've been playing it nonstop lately is because like it is an MMO. It plays and feels like an MMO, but it also feels like I'm playing a single player RPG because it has that illusion of the action combat and also like the questing is like actually very interesting and it gets better later. Some of the early stuff's kind of whatever, but um, um, it does have this kind of organic feel of me being on an adventure. Like I'm playing a game like Witcher or something. So um, it's very solo friendly as well. The game tells you like when you're like on the website, like you can play this by yourself or with friends, like doesn't matter. And they added companions. We're gonna have like a party now. You know, like you don't even have that people. Um, so yeah, it's it's a really easy game. Just play by yourself. Yeah, yeah, lots of fun. Really enjoy it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I've also been playing. I downloaded it the other day because it was on Game Pass. Uh, and it was a plus game at one point, but I didn't get to play it because it's only for PlayStation Five. Uh, I've been playing Man Eater lately. Oh, interesting. <laughs> Shark Chompy game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Um. And that's very arcadey. You can hop in, do a couple of things, hop out. So enjoying that a little bit here and there. Uh, I managed to get a copy for cheap of Borderlands 3. Um, and since I've played the first two quite extensively, actually the first three because I played the prequel as well, um, I hopped, I got this and I'm, I'm enjoying myself so far. Uh, I'm a little reserved just because of what I've heard about the game. Um, but I'm taking it as more of just I want to hop in and shoot things and not really too hard focus on story, which I heard is the the issue with a lot of people. But uh, so far, it's it's definitely Borderlands as far as gameplay goes, so I'm enjoying it. I think it's the best Borderlands when it comes to gameplay, um, but the story I think is fucking horrendous, and a lot of people agree. Um, and then other people are like, I don't get what the big deal is. I'm like, well, that's fine. Like, Just enjoy the game then. I'm not going to sit here and try and make you hate the game yeah i would say that's totally yeah. a uh an opinion thing so yeah well a lot of people won't have that discussion they'll yeah. be like this is why i hate it and like well just let them if they like it fucking just who cares? let them yeah if, unless they want to have that conversation but most of the time there's like i don't get it well you don't need to you can just play the game and enjoy it if you like it i'm not gonna persuade you to not like the game um i wish more people were like that but uh but yeah the game plays great the weapons are cool they even put like more <laughs> emphasis on the companies having specialty stuff than before. Um, it's just yeah, that story. I really, I really dislike that fucking story. I hate it. But mm. gameplay is dope. And you're playing that you got on Steam. Yeah, I yeah. literally just uninstalled that game. I should reinstall it. <laughs> Every time I uninstall a game, someone's like, "I got it." I'm like, "Fuck, I gotta stop uninstalling games." Every time I do it, someone's like, "Hey." But uh, that's a game that, that I would like to play more because I bought it on PC as well. And since I bought it on PC, I haven't played with anybody. So I should, have play it. I should <laughs> play it. Yeah, Chevy's yeah. 
anti-fun. I just can't play Borderlands anymore, man. It does. It, it y- you you will feel the same playing this too. I'm not going to yeah. sugarcoat it. Yeah, I don't have yeah, any issues. Absolutely, with I just can't do it anymore. Yeah. Um, I've also been playing a little bit, not as heavily as I used to, some League uh, League of Legends. A friend of mine got me to play that with them recently, and I'm very. I can play like a match or two, and then I'm done because I'm stressed out and I'm nervous about uh, not doing well, and it shows because I haven't played the game in forever. So mechanics are rusty at best for me, and there's a lot of new characters in it that I don't know what they do, and that's kind of like a lot of gameplay is knowing what your opponent can do and when to counter those things. So uh, I just kind of take it for what it is and just kind of stress through it while playing it, even though I'm having a stress attack. I'm also having some fun. <laughs> I forgot the game existed. <laughs> yeah. 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 They're doing a, a a couple events in the game. They do it periodically. One, right now they're doing a pride event. So like your care, you can get like uh, icons and things like that. And now when you have certain icons equipped and your character runs out of the base, they'll have like a little trail of, I have the, the, the gay pride one. So I have a rainbow that follows me for a short while as I exit the base, hmm. which is kind of fun cosmetic pieces. That's cool. They even added that. Crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's really fun. It's really fun. I like it. I like flair like that. Being able to make your character look unique. It's fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I've also been playing again, not as much as I used to, but a little here and there. Overwatch. Uh, they're having their anniversary event right now, so just kind of hop in there and play in the PVE modes. I don't really focus too much on PvP in that game anymore. Um, the skins are kind of this time around. Okay, they're not great, but. They're not bad either. They're just meh. Nothing really crazy for me. I like um, how this month you're just like Kratos or John Wick, and you're like going in down to your basement and like taking the hammer and breaking open the concrete and opening the old box of all the shit you used to do. <laughs> oh, yeah, I didn't think I'd return to this. And fucking you're pulling out <laughs> League of Legends and fucking Overwatch and shit. Uh, where's the, the time swords. capsule? Um, and, and to play on that theme some more, I've been playing Pokemon Sword lately. <laughs> yeah, you have. All the Pokemons. <laughs> but, well, uh, we, it's, we gotta it's just make fun. shirts to just say all the Pokemons. I ain't catch them all, just <laughs> oh. all the Pokemons. Imperial, everybody's identifying like, yep. You can be you can be Ash. I'll be Misty. Chevy <laughs> can be Brock. Don't be Perfect. Ash. Ash never wins. That's fine. <laughs> I'm I'm okay with. Actually, I want to win. But yeah, I'll say I'll drive you crazy <laughs> being I'll, Ash. I'll handle it. All right. Always being nice to people, <laughs> never winning. Yeah, that sounds kind of rough. Honestly. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that that's all the games I've been playing lately. It's a respectable list. A lot of cool games there. Um, let's go, with Chevy. Okay. Um, been a while since we did a tasty cast so um, i've played a few things but i'm only going to mention a couple so um also been playing um a lot of pokemon sword i finally picked it up because a community member uh was talking about it a bunch and uh at the end of the day i just really like pokemon games so i finally just did it i bought the expansion pass as well for it and uh i sat down and i beat it in like two days so <laughs> apparently uh I had the itch that needed scratched when I started playing. But the game. you won't play Temtem. I will. I 
that's a game that I was playing with you, so I stopped playing it because neither of us take the initiative to. Dude, on stream, people are like, "Well, are you gonna play Tom Tom?" Like, I'm waiting for Chevy. Oh. So apparently, we're both just. Yeah, we just need to set up a day. Yeah. Um, I'm now at the point where I'm trying to fill out my base uh, Pokédex so I can get the shiny charm, so I can start hunting for shinies. And I did a little bit of the first DLC, which I believe is the Isle of Armor. Um, where I'm at the point now where I was given a, uh, can't remember his name because there's almost 900 Pokemon, but a little Kung Fu bear thing. That, Hell yeah. That, uh, Hell yeah. You have to raise its friendship to evolve it. So that's what I'm doing right now. You'd be buddies with that. Yeah, when you first uh, see it, it hides behind uh, its original owner. It does like the Tony Tony. Oh, never mind. That's the One Piece reference. You're not gonna great get. <laughs> yeah, right over my fucking head. Um, but yeah, so definitely have fun with that. Uh, I kind of been playing a lot when I'm done for the night and like winding down for bed. I can catch a couple Pokemon and then pass out. So that's uh, been good for that. I'm also Makes playing sense. Final Fantasy 14 as usual. Um, I'm not playing as much right now because we are in content lull minus the relic grind. And I'm going to be honest, I can't handle the zone that this relic grind is in because it is just brown on brown on brown. And in this time, they added a handful of trees in the middle of the zone. So the middle is nice, but the, the rest of it's just brown. And I can't look at dirt all day. So my mind goes numb from grinding on top of not having anything exciting to look at. Um, other than that, though, we had a weird rating schedule the last few weeks, so we haven't really been able to do any progress, um, though we have continued to do, out of the four fights, the third one, and we've gotten to the point now, for the last two weeks, we've beat it uh, within one to two tries. So Yeah, it's been flying. Yeah, I've been doing you're it really like, raid good. night, and then 15 minutes later, you're just like, oh, it was fast. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> that's a good sign, but um, especially because one of our tanks, you know, works a normal job so uh, how about that yeah he needs to go to sleep anyways uh, shortly after we're done and then hopefully this sunday uh we will start again learning the last fight uh, we've barely touched it so we suck at it right now <laughs> hmm. um let's see what else i also played a little bit of eso i don't have a lot to say on it um it's fun. It's a good like hop in game as uh, uh, when it comes to, like MO style games. Cause a lot of times in MOs you get really, um, you have to put time aside to play it. This game is really good about being able to do a section of a quest and then shut it off. If you want Depending to Depending on the quest. Cause I did some quests that lasted like a fucking hour. Sure. But what I'm saying is a lot of them have like a uh, checkpoint system too, though. We're like, sure. Yeah. 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 So yeah. It's, it's really easy to do part of a quest and then like, be able to shut it off um, it is a very i don't want to use the word casual but it's a very console centric accessible mmo i think accessible that's, is that the right still word. has deeper elements there's a lot to it but it is very much like if you don't play mmos you could get into this and learn mmos because it's yeah. all the same systems but it's it's very accessible well i was gonna say it it has the mmo systems for sure yeah. I'm not even trying to say it doesn't, but it definitely wants the people who play Elder Scrolls yep. to be interested. Um, I'm not the biggest Elder Scrolls fan, so that part's not that attractive to me. Um, so I actually think the combat's okay at best, to be honest. Um, 
but I do think the gameplay experience does a lot of things right, and I enjoy that, uh, especially the ability to just play with your friends. Like, there's no it's restriction really to straightforward, that. Straightforward, yeah. yeah. Um, and I think that's a, a huge selling point for any game. So um, don't make it hard for me to play with people. Yeah, the only thing you can't do with a friend is if there is a solo dungeon mm-hmm. that's story-based. Yep. In which everybody goes does it and just wait for him after after it. But like if you're questing, you can just like share your quests, which is nothing revolutionary. You can do that most at most. Some most you can't do it very easily though. Um, and this is very simple. You can also mm-hmm. just teleport to your friend wherever the fuck they're at. Yep. The game is set up that whatever level you're at, you're gonna be fighting things your level mm-hmm. and getting gear for your level no matter what. So if I'm with like a level five and I'm like level fifty, we can play together. There's no restriction. So share the quest, go to their location. And then quest in that section of the whole map that you might not even been fucking around in. Yeah, it, that that specific part you were talking about with the being able to just play and get uh, your difficulty in your loot. Um, mm. Something I got to experience when when I was playing Neo Two with Chris as well. And uh, I just Division Two does it. I just yeah, I really appreciate that. So yeah, it's an interesting system that that's kind of been invented. Yeah. Um, uh, oh, Borderlands Three does it as well. I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, well, I mean, and it's great because um, the worst thing about playing with, like, especially MMOs are long-term games, long, long-term. And so you got a friend that finally convinced you to play after eight years and they've just done everything. It's hard for them to play with you without rolling a new character. Um, or like speed leveling you to the very end yeah. so you can catch up to where they're at and you can get to experience the game, which yeah, is not so typical. Fun, really. It's like, it's a really smart system for MMOs in general because the, the, that barrier of when you enter an MMO, whether you're like, ah, I've already done mm-hmm. everything in the games. Why would I want, you know, I can't really go back and help you or like, ah, I don't really want to play this. Cause everybody's like fucking level 80 and I can't really play with you guys. It completely gets rid of that barrier. So yeah. it's a, it's, it's a good system. Minus like end game content, obviously, but sure. the, the experience you still get to have. So we well, yeah, end dungeons unlock as you level up. Stuff mm-hmm. like that, but you can still start doing dungeons at 10 and like anyone can do those dungeons and, so yeah, I, I I guess I would just say um, if you like the idea of MMOs, but you you like uh, Western RPGs, um, I think you should try it. Because, it's a great mix of them. Yeah, I think it, it blends the two really well, which is a lot more than I could say when I played the game in beta because it oh, really didn't know what it was. So <laughs> yeah, when we both played ESO, that was the thing that was interesting coming back to this and enjoying it as much as I do is when we both played it when it came out. We played the beta, and I actually bought it when it came out and played it. Um, it wasn't bad. It was just fucking overwhelmingly meh. Yeah, exactly. It felt like every MMO that exists, it felt like every free-to-play MMO that existed at the time, uh, you know, free-to-play was a little bit different than, than nowadays where most MMOs are free-to-play. Um, and now it's it's finally carved out what it should have been. And it's good because I'm not going to be like, you should have done this already. No, no, no. They did it and they nailed it. They yeah. nailed exactly what people wanted from it. Also, um, and you're, you're going to see this all over the internet anyways, but when it comes to like uh, player housing for MMOs, um, ESO probably good. has the gold standard for it. It's pretty cool. Because uh, as much as I love 14, I think it probably is one of the worst housing systems I've ever seen in the game. So When the game started out, it's like, you have a house. I'm like, I have a house? Like, yeah, you got a house. <laughs> Like, I got to start playing. Like, hey, you got a house. Go check it out. <laughs> and I like, go to this building. I'm like, where's the house? And like, it's upstairs. I'm like, my house is upstairs? Like, yeah, it's upstairs. I go upstairs to the door, and it's like, there's your house. I'm like, my house is in there. And I open it, and it's just like this little Room closet. It's like this fucking, yeah, it's a closet. <laughs> I'm like looking around. I'm like, 
this is my fucking house. Like, yeah, this is your place. Yeah. When I got mine, um, I was like, Oh, this is nitty. It's free. I mean, it's a room. Well, yeah. But, then I was like, ah, it's kind of cool. Yeah. And then like, uh, I was showing Chris when, when he bought the game, I was like, Hey, this is your room. And he's like, what? And I was like, I think there's a little person you talked to first, but this is your room. And he's like, <laughs> I was like, just wait, how you see how big it is. He goes in there. He's like, Oh, <laughs> just, just a little room <laughs> and response oh. then i i just kind of walked oh. in there and i took a piece of ivory that i'd gotten off the of boss and I just put it on the floor i was like they're decorated and i left <laughs> I, i'm not much in the decoration so the game also gave me a second house it's like you got a second house i'm like oh shit dope I'm, I'm ready for my second house and then i went to a whole other region i found a whole other building and it's like oh, upstairs i'm like i go upstairs here too it's like, yeah, your house is over there. And I fucking I went upstairs. And it's a slightly bigger room. It looks different than my room, but it's in a different area. So I'm like, at first it's like, you know, they keep putting me in these little fucking cardboard boxes saying this is, these are my house. But also, my dude's got like two apartments in this world. I'm kind of balling, honestly. <laughs> like, I can like go anywhere. But uh, well, you can eventually just buy big ass houses. Well, I have explored. I really want to buy a house uh, in Vardenfell, but um, near Sadenine or something, Balmora. Um, just because nostalgia, but I've been looking at all the houses, kind of sampling around and seeing if I want to spend like real money on a fucking house in that game, but um, or just buy one in the game, but uh, but fucking, there's some crazy big houses that are like really dope that you could like really because you can like bring your uh, like pets and mm. not like all sorts of shit and just decorate the house with all sorts of stuff, and uh, there's some pretty extravagant places so. Which I think makes sense, and I'm glad they thought about it. Because, like me and you have discussed before, playing Elder Scrolls in general, kind of got used to the idea of like just going to a house, and be like I like this, I think I'm gonna take it, and then kill the owner and just well, live there. <laughs> but also, you can buy houses in Elder Scrolls too. You can own places. Well, they they had that later. Sure, yeah, but yeah. that's that's what people expect. So yeah. they did that, and so it has that Elder Scrolls feeling that you can have a house in yeah. a town or in a region, and it's great too if you've been playing, you know, Morrowind, Oblivion. Uh, especially with Blackwood now. And, um, and it has the guilds and stuff too. And all that shit. Uh, if you've been playing these games, you can like live in these regions you're used to or ones you've never been to. It's mm-hmm. pretty cool. Yeah. And then, yeah, the guild system is interesting as well. Um, like the Fighters Guild, as you're killing, I think it's Daedric monsters. Daedric? I can't remember. Kill a certain type of monster, you get... Uh, points towards that guild and then there's the mages guild which if you read books occasionally you get points towards that as well so um they really want you to to kind of just wander around and 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 explore and thieves guild actually encourages you to sneak around steal shit Mm. and then assassins guild where the fuck and it has a fence Um, system yeah yeah uh once you go kill people and then there's a group called like the undaunted or something i don't know if that's an eso thing because i don't remember that from elder scrolls i don't recall that either um but yeah, it's got all these different guild systems, which yeah. is dope. Yeah, so I mean, you're gonna feel right at home, uh, and the only thing you're gonna have to learn is MMO systems, which honestly, um, it doesn't lean too heavy on. So uh, I think it's a pretty easy learning curve. So yeah, uh, I don't think I've played anything else that's really worth talking about. So I'm gonna just stop right there. All right, for time's sake, I'm gonna try and be fast about this. I played two games. I played Scarlet Nexus demo. Um, well, I've, I've actually, that's not true. I played, um, where are, what are the games of the first fighter five? 
I played that. I I'll talk about that. that at the end of the month. I played Star Wars Squadrons. Um, I'll talk about that at the end of the month. And uh, I'm actually, I haven't played Operation Tango yet because I need somebody to play it with. But um, I am looking forward to playing that because I think it's a neat idea. Um, I have installed Minecraft. Uh, so yeah, played Scarlet Nexus demo. Um, it's pretty cool. Uh, the combat's really interesting. It's not as fast and fluid as near, but it is like a third person run around, swing your sword at people thing. But the visual style is cool. Cause it like, there's like almost like a light, uh, behind your weapon when you swing, but it's not curved. It's squared. So when you're swinging, it's got like this very stylistic look to it. There's a lot of like jumping around and like uppercutting with your weapon and, and attacking dudes. But also you can like, there's cars and all sorts of shit everywhere. And you can like pull those and fly those into enemies and stuff while you're fighting them. So it's got a pretty cool combat system. The style is very Namco, um, Bandai Namco. It's anime. That's all they make now, which is great. They make great games, but all their games are anime. Um, it's so interesting. Uh, they used to make like Ridge Racer and shit. Now it's just like fucking. I mean, that was kind of anime too, but yeah. Wow, it was realistic looking. Yeah. It just had the <laughs> chick on the cover always. But um, it's pretty cool. I'll definitely be picking it up. Um, I actually, I saw it. I'm like, eh, I'm more interested in Tales of Arise. I'll wait for that to come out. But um, I kept seeing on Twitter everybody going like, oh, the combat in this game is actually like a lot. Like a bunch of people were like, I didn't think this game was going to be that great, but the combat's awesome. I'm like, well, if you're saying that, if everybody's saying that, that's pretty much where I'm at, so I might as well try it and uh, can confirm it's pretty neat. So I don't know much about the story. Obviously, I'll explore that more when I play the game, but um, demo's cool. It's available now, so check that out. Uh, and then also ESO. been playing ESO. I've been playing ESO almost nonstop um, since my vacation, which was like two weeks ago. So like I've been playing almost only ESO all the time, every day. People are like, let's play this. I'm like, I'm going to play ESO. Like, well, let's play some multiplayer. I'm like, ESO's multiplayer. You can play ESO with me. Um, so, yeah, I've been playing it a lot. I uh, haven't put this much time into an MMO in a while, um, which is great. I've, I've been wanting to find an MMO where I, I got kind of hooked to it, and this has been doing that. I think it is because I can just kind of hop in, do some shit, and leave, um, or I can really invest some time into it. I'm playing a DPS uh, Necromancer more specifically, a stamina necromancer. Um, so I'm specking all my stuff, all my stats into stamina. Uh, because I'm a high elf, I have perks to magicka. It balances out. I don't have to put as much points or any points at all into my magicka. Um, I'm putting it all into stamina. I am dual wielding, so I'm pretty much playing an assassin style character. I'm attacking quick, doing crits and stuff like that. Um, but I have all this necromancy I can do as well, which is pretty cool. I can put down like a circle on the ground. It's like something graveyard where they take frost damage and debuffs them. And I get to fucking stab them and shit. I also have a move. I forgot the name of it, but you essentially summon a skeleton that comes down the ground. And he's kind of sits there and gives them a hard look and waits for a little bit. Then he flies out somebody and blows up, does damage to everybody. Um, I kind of use that like a missile. I'll like run in at somebody and I cast him. And then by the time I'm swinging, he's flying in and hitting people. Um, does pretty good damage too. So I get the delay. Um, it's a really cool mix. Um, I'm not super in love with him, but I like him. I think he's a fun character, especially when I start leaning more into the melee combat. Um, I started liking him more and kind of accenting that with the necromancy. Um, but yeah, I got to level 50. Uh, with him so I've hit the max level I'm moving into champion uh, levels now I think I'm like 40 champion level 40 
um, which has been really cool to explore. As soon as I unlocked champion points, I was like, man, I wish I had these this whole time. I'm like, nah, it's actually cool that this is something you unlock at the end. If you don't know what that is, it's essentially badass points from Borderlands. Um, as you level again, you start unlocking champion points, and you get to spend those into three trees. Uh, one for crafting, even though in that crafting tree there's a run faster uh, passive that I'm just putting all my points into. Gathering. Um <laughs> And that, oh yeah, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a fall damage one too, so exploration yeah. probably. And then, uh, you know, there's one for, you know, attacking and one for like, um, I forgot what it is. Magic maybe, I don't know. But uh, but yeah, so you're putting points into those and you get points for each one of these trees individually as you play. It's just like, you got one point for this, you got one point for that. On top of, oh, you got a skill point here. All this shit. And you're just running around exploring, adventuring, and getting all these points and make your character better. Um, which is cool because I was wondering as the enemies scale with you there's never a time where you feel like you walk into a zone you start just murdering shit which is very Elder Scrolls feeling outside of Morrowind that was the best one but uh, Oblivion Skyrim you never felt like you were like the best because everything just kind of scales with you with you yeah. um, so I was like in this MMO how do you become like you know godly how do you do like an older dungeon and just run through it well I think this is how you do it because I think they scale with your level and after that it's these points that make you excel Give you I'll, the edge. I'll play with people in dungeons and most of the time it's like a normal run but sometimes i play with people that are wrecking shit when and i was I, like how are they doing that i had to do a quest where vampires were uh uh coming in swarms and i was in a group and we died and they called for help and this one guy just showed up and was pretty much god I wasn't God, but I was that guy one time. I was running through a field, and I'm, like, level 50. At that time, I had, like, 26 fucking badass points. And uh, this guy's running. I look behind him. There's a giant chasing after me. He's a world boss type thing. And uh, I was like, ah, I wonder how much damage I can do. So I, like, run up to him. And I just, like, spank him on the ass real quick with my sword. I'm like, bah! I did a little bit of damage. I'm like, I could fucking kill this guy. So I start hitting him, and then the guy stops running in the field, turns around, and comes running back. He starts casting spells at the giant. I'm, like, swinging at him. <laughs> and, like, he'd start hitting me, and I'm just, like, siphoning fucking health from him. And the guy's just casting, and a third guy showed up, and a fourth guy showed up. And I was like, I got to be that guy. Yeah. I got to be the guy who showed up and, like, fucking kind of, like, helped out with the situation. Yeah, that's always a good cool. feeling. Yeah, because I saw the guy, and he was, like, half dead. I'm like, oh, fuck. And I started hitting the guy. Maybe even distract him. And then we end up killing him, which is pretty dope. Um, yeah, so I have a Stamina Necromancer. I'm, I'm level 50. I'm doing like three different storyline quests right now. So I haven't beaten the main story, I don't think. Um, which is pretty interesting. The, the story's interesting enough. Um, definitely dives into lore. I'm loving the exploration of all these like... I don't want to talk about Skyrim too much because I know a lot of people love it. I'm not the biggest fan of it. But it's essentially just like Viking shit. It's Viking shit. I forgot what Elder Scrolls is because of Skyrim. Exploring ESO, I'm like, oh yeah, fucking Elder Scrolls has all this really cool architecture and all this really cool armors and all these ugly as fuck races. They're all they're all ugly, all of them. And I love it because it's almost like this darker fantasy. Khajiits are like these creepy cat people. They're not even like cute cat people. They're like fucking mangy and they gross. And they're like, hey. And then, like, Argonians aren't these, like, cool dragon lizard men. They're, like, these frumpy-ass, like, lizard people. Like, hey, well, well, I swim really well. And then, like, all the humanoid-type characters are all, like, these, like, dumpy-ass medieval-looking people. And I, like, I, I forgot how much I love Elder Scrolls. 
because Skyrim kind of like ruined that for me. It's everything snow and Nordic houses and you could be God Viking stuff. And you could be God and stuff like that. And so I've been really enjoying the exploration in ESO and going back to Vardenfeld. Yeah, like my nostalgia was fucking, I didn't spawn there. I found out later some people spawned there. That was the beginning for them. And I was like, I didn't, I didn't get that. So like when I ran there, I was like, Oh my God. And by memory, I like ran to like Balmora and say <laughs> and all these places, Vivek and stuff. And I'm like, this is so fucking cool. Um, so that's been really neat. Uh, I need to explore Blackwood. Um, I did that just came out and I think that does like the oblivion stuff and uh, has added a uh, Cyrodiil, I think. Um, so I want to go check that out. It's added companion system. There's two companions. I'm looking forward to unlocking them. You can like level them up on their own. You can dress them how you want. You can put them on whatever mount you want. You can decide if they're a DPS. Uh, I almost said necromancer. Uh, fucking healer <laughs> or tank. Um, you can decide if they defile the dead. And they have a system where they judge you. So if they don't think you should be killing people and you kill people in front of them, they'll get pissed at you and stuff. So it has kind of that uh, Elder Scrolls bioware vibe to it uh sounds pretty neat there's only two of them right now though um, i'm sure they'll be expanding on that but it's pretty cool um but yeah overall i've been i've been really digging eso it's got all the the beats of mmos that i like i'm doing you know my random dailies i'm doing dungeons um i'm leveling up i'm getting gear uh but it's also scratching that itch of like just playing like um an action rpg um, so it's, it's kind of hitting a lot of different beats there. Um, been playing with some people, but, uh, mostly just soloing, um, which is fine because the game's kind of built for that, but also playing with people super easy and yeah, anything else to report. Got a bunch of mounts. Those are all pretty cool. Um, been training my mount speed and my stamina up on my mounts. Cause, uh, when the game starts out, your mount runs the same speed as you pretty much. So it's like, why would I use this? Um, but you can, uh, increase that. Uh, also have a dark elf, uh, dragon knight who I really enjoy playing. The combat is action centric. So playing like a melee guy running in, hitting people with a two hand sword is really dope and having all these fire moves. And then I have a, uh, high elf cause I made him when I made the, when the game, when I made the game, when the game came out, <laughs> I should be a lot more rich. I should have a lot more money if I can. I made that game um when the game came out i made a high elf uh, sorcerer and that character's still there level 11 um so i'm keeping them around playing them so i have two high elves although i have a bunch of race change and uh class change tokens or something from the years the game's just been inactive um for me uh but yeah i have that sorcerer gonna pretty much make them into how most people make the sorcerer into you know having a bunch of minions and stuff um I really want to make a archer rogue type character. I think it's the next thing I'm going to do. Can't wait to play with you guys too. The dungeons are pretty fun. You can definitely tell the earlier dungeons and the later dungeons. Cause I was doing a lot of the dungeons. I'm like, these are fucking accessible. Like you just come in and you, you kill the shit and you leave. That's the most man. And then like they're the boss, <laughs> you just hit them and then they die. And then later there's actually some stuff I had to look out for. I'm like, okay, here we go. Even when so, you were, uh, playing 14 a little bit i remember most of the like aroma born dungeons you were just like oh, whatever and then like you tried some heaven swords ones you're like these are way more interesting like, yeah yeah the, that, that trend keeps going yeah same thing here yeah uh, the, <laughs> some of the later zones i'm like oh yeah this game's been out for a couple of years mm-hmm. um yeah oh yeah <laughs> so i mean it's been out since i think 2014 yeah which is 
wild because I forgot it existed. Um, and awesome. now here I am playing it, and I think it's a really good MMO. Because there's no new MMOs. Yep. <laughs> That's actually the reason I started playing it. Um, just thinking about how there's no new MMOs and how I've played all the MMOs. I'm like, you know, I haven't really played ESO in a long time. Maybe that game yeah. still sucks. Maybe it doesn't. Maybe it's okay. I played it. I'm like, no, nah, it's, it's pretty fun. So His game. Yeah, it works. It's working out for me. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, I could talk about ESO forever. Uh, I will update at some point whenever the next taste cast is uh my adventures into blackwood because i would like to talk about uh, maybe i'll just do an episode where i talk about my experience with blackwood since it's relevant and just came out um and oddly enough a lot of people play eso they're all on console for some reason everyone's like i want to play with you i'm like well i'm on pc like i'm on console they're all on console everyone i know who's not like immediately within you know my circle yeah all play on console so and you can't play together I yeah. there's one thing they should fucking work on. It's get those to work together. Um, Who? That's gonna I, be tricky. I know it'd be rough. Just do it. Shut the fuck up and just do it. Because that would be huge. Um, I feel like it's because the PC version has mod support. Sure. So figure it out. Don't don't let that be the wall and be like, well, it's got add-ons. Sure. Fucking let them play with their add-ons. Let people play on console without the add-ons. Figure out a way to make that work together. It's whatever. But, uh, or take away the add-ons. I know a lot of people would be fucking pissed about that, but people on console aren't playing with add-ons. I don't give, I don't give a fuck about add-ons. Um, <laughs> playing as intended, so. Agreed. Um, it's like back, I was bitching about the other day. Back, every time I get into WoW, as soon as I install that game, I get back into it. Someone's like, oh, you should play with us. I'm like, eh, I'll play WoW, I guess. I install and people are like, okay, you gotta download this add-on, this add-on, this add-on. This is the standard. This is how you gotta play WoW. I'm like, okay. And then I install all of them. I'm like, yeah, it's quality of life shit. It makes sense. Like, I, I get why you have all these add-ons, but I'm like... It's kind of unfortunately so weird for that game, though. It's so weird that, like, you you have to modify the game to make it playable, so... But I had That's to... That's the dev's fault, though. I had to download... Yeah. I had to download shit to make Dark Souls on PC work when I first played that, so... Yeah. Um, that kind of stuff... And I'm not picking on WoW. That, developers in general. Yeah, that, so. That's, that's, uh, yeah, that's so an issue. Add-ons. Yeah. And they're cool add-ons, but they're like, this tells you where everything's at. I'm like, eh. Yeah. I get it's a games as a service. You've been playing it for years. It makes sense if you have a, you're on your, like, 56th character, and you're like, oh, I just need a map that shows me everything. I get that. But for me, as, like, a new player, the idea of just, like, having everything told and shown to me and people just giving you shit and all that stuff, it's not interesting to me. So I'm going to wait on the add-ons. I'm sure I'll download them at some point. But I'm not, this is why, long story short, this is why like, I'm like, eh, I don't give a fuck. Get rid of the add-ons so people can play together. I think that would be much more beneficial. But I get people would be very upset because they're used, this is the game now for them. It's like taking away features if you take yeah. that away. So I get it. Uh, yeah, games I've been playing, that's it. Uh, let me know in the comments what games have you guys been playing. Uh, what games should we be playing? What games are you excited to play? Let us know everything you're thinking about in the comments below. What are we doing in this episode? Oh, yeah, we're talking about... <laughs> A game um, called Palia or Palia. I don't know how you say this. Please let me know in the comments. Unless Chris knows. Have you heard anybody say it? I do not. All right. So this is a game that's been making waves. I've been hearing about it. People on our Discord have posted videos on it, and I have avoided it to be able to talk about it. So we're going to watch a video that's going to show off the game. But before we do that, I want to get an idea of what the hell this game is. So this is via Rock, Paper, Shotgun. I skipped the beginning because he just kind of does 
you know, whenever you look up like recipes on the internet and they explain like fucking, they grow up and their dad used to take them to a cabin, they go camping and they just like really rustic. Is this playing the trailer for me? Um, there's like really rustic food and all this shit. I'm like, just get to the recipe. That's pretty much what they do in this article. So we skip that part and uh, I'm going to read this and then we'll watch the video and then we'll talk about our impressions of the video and what we think of the game. Uh, so yeah, via Rock, Paper, Shotgun, this says, Pallia or Palia, I'm just going to say Pallia from now on. Pallia's developers are explicit about wanting to provide a cozy play experience that's as much about creativity as anything else. The game's press release talks about a flexible fashion system and the ability to become an award-winning cook or the best gardener in the world. I'm unsure how these activities link to its multiplayer elements or exactly how massive an MMO it is. The press release also mentions a social matchmaking system, suggesting its world will be instanced, but I don't know if you'll be gardening together or merely jogging with bows and bug catchers as per the video, which we will watch. Is it an MMO or is it just co-op? That's exactly the question I asked. Stardew Valley with strangers and a better update pipeline. Uh, the Temtem of Farming. Uh, Palais is being developed by Singularity 6, a new studio founded by veterans from Blizzard, Epic, uh, Riot, Zynga, and Sony. And that's quite the pedigree. Uh, side note, these companies are so large and employ so many people with such low staff retention that basically every new studio I hear about is founded by former employees of these same companies. That's actually a really good point that they're making. I'll give it give it to them. Uh, normally, I don't read articles and go, well, "That's a good point." That's a very good point, though. There are so many people in these companies, and when they like, when they're like from the developers, blah blah. blah. Well, who? Yeah. Were they like a lead designer? Yeah. Were they like the guy that's like, "All right, just make sure things are organized for us in the back." I made things red. Yeah, yeah. I'm the guy who makes red stuff. Um, <laughs> So anyway, it's worth worth uh, thinking about. However staged it may be, the trailer is cute. I feel that we're not talking about that. So um, we have an idea that they don't know if it's going to be a full-on actual MMO, a traditional MMO, what means Chevy would just call an MMO from back in the day, or if it's going to be like a modern multiplayer game or co-op game. So that's kind of interesting. Let's watch the video, and we will talk about it. You got the video ready, Chris? Yep. All right. In uh, three, two, one, go. Got a nice, clean art style. I'm honestly, I'm. This is not me saying about this game. I'm honestly sick of colorful, cartoony-looking games. But <laughs> it is, it is good. It's, it's nice. Mm -hmm. Paramount's of Dauntless, Fortnite. Yeah, yeah. The shapes are very much reminiscent of that. Yeah, the robot design was cool looking though. I do kind of appreciate that the game isn't like musically swelling and just like epic. Like it's just like hang out with chipmunks, hang out with robots. It's gonna be delightful. We're getting strong vibes of like all those free to play ad games of like, you know, Temmie's Garden and Sarah's House and. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. Like when they said people from Zynga came over, I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. Look at all this decorating you can do. Oh yeah. no. Go away. You're too tall for this house. <laughs> Gotta go somewhere else. Go fishing somewhere else. 
we got people running together to go catch some stuff, hang gliding. A robot with a fishing pole, so I'm assuming we're fishing. Jane's on Bob game. <laughs> I see that too. What the fuck is that? Um, so yeah, welcome home. Ain't no home of mine. Pre-alpha, starting soon. Uh, so yeah, we watched this. What'd you guys think? Definitely a slow living game. Um, I think you kind of nailed it with the... And so for anybody who might not know what that is. Harvest Moon, Stardew Valley, uh, just kind of kick back and do menial tasks, essentially. Yeah. yeah. Um, not meant to be stressful. It's meant to just kind of chill, mm-hmm. um, which I'm a huge fan of. So that part of this game has me completely interested. It, it um, looks chill. Yeah, I, I absolutely love that. Kind of reminds Side you. note, they're adding a, uh, in Endwalker 14, there's going to be a mode for slow living that they're adding. Really? Yep. You get to have a little yep. farm and you can have your minions run around it and stuff. That's kind of cool. That's kind of RPG-like, though. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's completely up my alley. Uh, anyone mm-hmm. who maybe has watched the channel, I've played a shit ton of Animal Crossing. I do have a history with, with Harvest Moon, so... Um, Stardew Valley. Stardew Valley, yeah. So, uh, big fan. I always love the idea of them. I still don't play them. Yeah, I like them a lot. Um, yeah. I think multiplayer is definitely uh, a nice touch. Uh, though, you know, goals-wise, you're making up your own goals, I would assume. So, like... Um, Chick is dressed like a Jedi. <laughs> the the multiplayer is, <laughs> you know, obviously more of a social thing. Like, yeah. Which is cool. Um, for Chris... I see. I won't speak for you too much, but I, as soon as I saw, the, speak for him. As soon as I saw the decorating, I uh, immediately was <laughs> like, oh, Chris, Chris is going to be into that. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm curious. The Honestly, the only thing that's a huge turnoff that makes me hesitant is sadly the way it looks. I, I'm not a fan of the, the Dauntless Fortnite style uh, of uh, visuals. I'm just going to be straight up about that. Uh, I don't but the like animations it. are super smooth. The graphics are very clean. Um, mm-hmm. They do look good as, as much as they also look very sterile. Um but as long as the game is fun, I, that's really something that doesn't matter that much. So, one hundred percent. I I I'm trying to be as blunt as possible about that, but also I want to be clear. I think the game looks nice graphically. Mm. I think the aesthetic looks good. I think the trees and the wind look great. It's very streams, nice looking. Yeah. Everything's really good looking. I just think aesthetically, like not aesthetically, design wise, the cartoon look. I'm I'm maybe I'm just fatigued for uh, on it. Maybe I. Maybe if we took a break from that, went back to everything being ultra gritty brown and gray, I'd get sick of that as well and welcome this again. But this obviously is a look that a lot of people are going for, and it's obviously meant to just attract as many people as possible. All ages, for sure. But if the game is good, this is not something that would deter me from playing. 100%. Because yeah, yeah. Uh, it's not bad looking. It's just not preferable. No, and the animations are great. Yeah, it's, um, it's quality looking Even like putting that map up there and it folding that way. Like, it's 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 got the tech stuff like it's mm-hmm. all there yeah so um yeah i'm interested um i'll probably sign up for the alpha to be honest so yeah definitely chris uh it does look like a very fun and easy to get into game uh but i i have to you know echo those those concerns you guys have about the art style of it i i too am kind of and i usually like really like bright and colorful things but uh the shapes of everything in this game really it just i'm tired of that that like you said that fucking Fortnite look to things that dauntless look of things you know what my uh, biggest problem over. about it is it's not even the world that bothers me it's the character models and mm-hmm. specifically because the the character models are s- the same looking they all are low texture smooth faced uh clothes like you can have you can have a cartoon looking still add detail to it i know they do it because it's mm-hmm. easier to develop you can 
get shit out faster. I think the world looks great. Fucking in what we're looking at right now. On also, it ages better. Um, it ages very well. Yeah, uh, all that stuff because a lot of older games from back in the day that were just kind of basic cartoon-looking games still look good now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's when you try <laughs> to get realistic that it doesn't age well because the better looking games nowadays outdo it. But when I'm looking at her face, she looks like fucking every other character in any game like this. There's nothing defining about her face. When I make my character, they're going to have different color hair than you. That's yeah. about it. Maybe yeah. the the face will be a little rounder or a little like thinner or whatever, but because you're lacking so many details to what makes people's faces so identifiable, it 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 just is kind of meh. It's like you know, do you want to drink something that tastes good or drink some water? Because this the character models are just gonna be like drinking water. It's like bland. Um, yeah, yeah. And well, at that games. point, all the characters mesh together too. Like yeah. you can't really identify anybody. I mean, like that blonde guy, that agent that everybody talks about from Fortnite, he would fit into this game just fine. And that character, if you threw them into Fortnite, I wouldn't even be able to tell it was from another game. Yeah, I'd just be like, ah, it's a Fortnite character. Yep, yep. And it's just, I'm just sick of it. I just, it. If you told me this game was a mobile game, from the looks of it, I'd be like, oh yeah, that's a mobile game. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt that. Just everything overall even just like how they display like how the home building and stuff is it looks and like i said i made that comment it sounds like one of those you know millie's garden type games where you know you play fucking tetris to unlock points to unlock stars to unlock a carpet type game but that's not what's being displayed here but that's just the general feel i get from um but i like the idea of it yeah (laughs) like slow living games a lot like a lot i spent a lot of time in 14 doing fucking housing and clamming my characters like a lot of time doing so it's right up my alley it's just aesthetically i'm not thrilled there's a bunch of people in comments that that i've been reading saying like so you pretty much took all like the crafting and stuff out of mmos and took the like action out of mmos and it's just an mmo with just like that basic like housing and it's like they took like half the mmo out of the game when this is an mmo i and I get where they're coming from. I think it's it, I think it's pretty funny, but it's really just a Stardew Valley style game. So it's just with mm-hmm. hopefully more people when they say MMO. I don't know how many people we're talking about here, because um, games like this are no stranger to having people play with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's other games like that um, where you can play together and kind of like take care of your house stuff like that. Um, up to like you know four players or whatever. So how many people are we actually talking about when we're saying MMO? Like what? Because that, that word means almost nothing. It just means online game nowadays. And um, I honestly wonder if they're going to handle it like Destiny 2 does, where everything's kind of like that's what multi-layer I instanced. I think they'll probably be like, your house will be instanced, and your neighborhood, and maybe you and your friends can all be together. Maybe you go into town or out in the fields, you'll run into other posses or groups mm-hmm. or people by themselves, which would be kind of cool, because it would make the world feel alive. For sure. I still have a problem calling that an MMO, but... Um, yeah. but because it's just an instanced experience then. It's a co- cooperative game. Um, but that's, regardless of my thoughts on the terminology, that still sounds cool to me. Yeah, it sounds like a game I would want to play because it adds life. Yep. You get to yep. run into other people. If you're playing this fucking game, you're probably pretty like-minded because you're not going to probably run into much assholes in a game like this if they're playing long-term. Well, so you know what's great after an eight-hour day at work? Not having to like stress out about something. <laughs> so like, well, the idea of having yeah. this persistent world where you're working towards things yeah. and there is no like, we got to go do the raid or do the dungeon or whatever. It's just like, what are you working on? Oh, I'm working on my house. It's, I mean, it's Animal Crossing. 
people have been buying fucking switches and animal crossing for over a year now non-stop just to just to every time somebody buys a switch and animal crossing that hit me up everybody every single person fucking hit me up and like what's your friend code i'm like i don't even fucking play the game really like i'm (laughs) you can have my friend code but like even if i play the game i probably won't play with you you just kind of visit each other anyway so to actually have like a game that's set up like an mmo where you can play together and work towards goals together stuff like that go fishing all stuff sounds fucking neat Mm -hmm. yeah for sure Sounds like a cool, relaxing end of the day after work. Fucking, what are you gonna do? I'm gonna go fuck around, and fish, and well, and seeing like the, around the, and the, the hang gliding thing. Yeah. I, I really hope there is a huge focus on social features. That yeah, it's 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 needed because then you'll want to hang out. Even like yeah. Um, yeah. older free to play MMOs like Maple Story and shit were like social, mm-hmm. and that's why they got so fucking big. The gameplay was like whatever. But yeah, but like you got to hang out with people. Hang out with their friends online. Ragnarok online. PSO, like Ragnarok, mm-hmm. all these fucking games that back in the day, all cartoony looking. Um, they're, they're the, the biggest benefit to playing them was uh, the social aspect. You get to hang out with people. Yeah. Um, so that game needs to nail this for sure. And I think they'll do well because people obviously love Stardew Valley. They obviously, love, people play people, I mean me, play Time at Portia or Portia, however the fuck you say it. Um, graveyard keeper over the hill. There's games like this, but not to the extent of being this 3D MMO world, which would be kind of cool. Animal Crossing, but it's kind of limited in the sense of like you're just kind of checking each other's shit out. Yeah, it was a huge misstep because they had multiplayer stuff in previous versions. Huge if you could live on the same island, do all the same shit together. But yeah, uh, systematically, 100% um, interested. So. Yeah, I don't remember because I said a lot. Did I interrupt you? Were you saying something? Okay, I was like, how did I get here? Um, <laughs> I'm just on another. Lot. I drank an energy drink before this. I'm drinking a second one right now, so I'm just fucking. Oh, I need a second one. Sorry. I'm on it. Um, I've pretty much expressed my thoughts on this. I think the game uh, looks good. I don't prefer the style, specifically the character models. I think the world looks great. Um, I think the robot's actually kind of a cool touch, too. He's neat looking, and it adds kind of an element that's not just like every other game. Um, just like my time at Portia is like post-apocalyptic. It's like the end of the world, after the end of the world, and everybody's just living peacefully. And I'm like, it's so weird to see all these like old remnants that of buildings and shit. so much quality of life stuff, though. 100%. God. It's so stiff and weird to play. Um, but it was kind of neat. Uh, but yeah, uh, the, the idea of playing with your friends and doing this kind of stuff, if they nail pretty much what we've talked about, I think the game will do very well. Um, because there is, for some reason, that, that exact formula has not been nailed yet. Nobody's done it. So if they do it, it's going to be very popular. It's got the style. It's, it's pop. You know, the colors pop. People are going to notice it. It's got a simple name. People like to hang out and do stuff like this together. Um, there's a lot of potential where this game could go, and I hope they nail it. They gotta nail the multiplayer part, though. They gotta nail doing full functionality with each other and social features. I didn't care as much about meeting new people as long as I can just co-op play with my friends. Mm-hmm. But adding, being able to run into other people, however they're gonna do that, however they're gonna go about doing that, I think will be very cool. Um, cool added little feature, but not something I need. But um, the functionality, the way that they present the multiplayer and uh, uh, be able to build up your house and dress your character and do all this shit and go farm and hopefully farm together 
would mm. would really sell this game. Like I'm actually kind of excited about the game I'm creating in my head right now when I'm talking about this, <laughs> and I hope this game's that. Like I hope they just do exactly what I'm saying, um, because that does sound very fun. It's a game I would definitely play. Yeah. Uh, in a more relaxed state, just have it installed. If something's on, I'll hop on with them. I mean, games like Minecraft are already kind of like that anyway. Outside of the you know having to go to the Nether and do all that shit and kill things and survive. But you can still kind of like, you know, have a farm and work together and build stuff. Mm-hmm. And, you know, having a, a relaxed game where that's just what the game is. There is no element of danger. I think sounds sounds cool. Uh, I'd like to see more games like that, honestly. There's a fucking dodgeball game that came out recently that everybody's saying is amazing. iGen's like, this is one of the best PvP games ever made. And I'm like, that is fucking ludicrous. <laughs> but uh, what's it called? I don't remember. But um, But that is a weird thought. Something, uh, Knockout City or something like that. I don't remember. Good for them, though. Um, but it's a game, it's a fucking dodgeball game. Like, you grab balls, you go, whoo, and it goes, tunk, and hits them, and, like, oh. you hit them three times, and they get eliminated, and you can pick up your friends and throw them at each other. But I was looking at that, I'm like, they did the Splatoon thing. They made a they made a shooter that's not a shooter. Yeah. Um, it's kind of interesting. It's like, I'm not, I'm not advocating that we need less violent games or whatever, because I love violent games. But I also like variety. I say variety like, is, is is flavor. Like, so. <laughs> gameplay is key. Make a fucking fun game. It doesn't matter what the hell you do with it. Just make it, like, I've said many times, like, obviously graphics, I love graphics. I love tech. But you can make a game where you're, like, cubes, and you just Minecraft. control the cube, and it, yeah, 100%. <laughs> and you shoot cubes, but it had cool gameplay features. I'd play the fuck out of it. It doesn't matter. Like, the gameplay matters, so... Yeah. It's kind of cool to see games, long story short, going back. I'm going off on all sorts of things. The The idea of making this casual, chill, fucking farming, build up your house game, throwing dodgeballs at people, shooting paint all over squid billies and shit. It's, it's interesting. I'd like to see more games kind of explore this that aren't these, like Chris was kind of, you know, worrying about a little bit there, which I agree with, without being some kind of like weird Farmville, Zynga, fucking Facebook mobile game. Because I don't yeah. want that either. That shit's that's not for me. If you're into that shit, if you play that shit a lot when you're younger, or when you're 86 or something, because I know a lot of old people play those games too, it ain't for me. It also kind of bringing that part up kind of concerns me um, with their plan to make money with this game. It, I dude, yeah. I hope this game's fucking premium. If it's free to yeah. play, I think it'll ruin the game. If people play it, I won't. Yeah, I think unless the free play is I think good, hopefully it'll be though it's looking like it'll probably be a free to play game. It looks um, free to play. Pay to pay to enter and then with if they're gonna do microtransactions, make sure they are not taking away from the experience of the game. Cosmetic? Half the game's cosmetic. Hopefully I get to buy all my clothes and buy my houses and buy all my decorations. I say it's, it's a little real tr- money. It's a little tricky because the game's emphasis on, on decoration and stuff. So. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you wanna speed up your farming? You can give me real money. Oh, you guys are fishing. You can do that, but you could catch way better fish if you bought the bait. That's way better. The sparkling one. It's colorful. Yeah. So that that spent real money on it. That's my big concern. Obviously, speed up chopping trees down. Yeah. Monetization. So don't take any of these fucking ideas. I won't play your game. Yeah. <laughs> these are not good ideas. They're good ideas if you want to rip people <laughs> off. But I'm smarter than that. I ain't playing that shit. Yeah. Honestly, just. Release like you said a premium product and then maybe expansions or something. something. Yeah, Yeah. I don't give a fuck about that. Make a game. I'm I'm digging access to islands or something. Like 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 if this game's even half of what we're saying, I will buy it. If it's fucking thirty, forty, fifty bucks, I'd buy it just to check it out. 
and then later be like, hey, there's all the content you spent money on. Also, uh, there's a new region you're going to be able to build houses in soon. You'll be able to buy that. Yeah. New new stuff to build with. New fucking decorations. All the stuff comes in this pack or these DLCs. This is the fisherman DLC. It adds like a whole new way to go fishing and stuff like that. You don't have to have it, but you could buy it if you want it. That's okay. That's cool. Riding vehicle DLC. I don't know. Like something. Yeah. I, it, compartmentalize it's the game. That's fine. But you're, you're going to, because the game is so not combat focused that uh, it's literally the type of game where uh the stuff you're offering would be the 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 deal or the microtransaction stuff for combat games so yeah uh, it is going to be a, a tricky spot to not feel scummy so. yeah but what yeah. if they what if they, they just made like a premium game like we're saying with expansion or dlc stuff that's fair no pay to win bullshit and they did 75% of the stuff we want from this game. What if they did that? You'd buy the game. Yeah. You'd yeah. enjoy the game. You'd look forward to buying more content for the game. People would be happy. They would, they, they, would, they would trust the developer <laughs> and want to give them their money. Yeah. That would be great. I would just love that scenario, but I feel like it's not going to happen. We'll see. I hope it does. Yeah. That being said, I'm going to go to sign up for the alpha, so... Because I'm, yeah. I'm curious. Yeah, I want to check it out. For sure. It looks fun. Chris, any last thoughts? <sighs> Just, if you're going to make things that are like, get this cosmetic, because like you guys said, it is so focused on the cosmetic appeal of the game. Make me make factor. it so I can at least earn it yeah. in-game as well. But, you know, obviously it's more difficult, but at least give me that option. It's so much more fun to achieve things in games Agreed. than to, I guess, achieve that you worked in real life or somebody gave you money in real life. You achieved that you and you're able that. to exchange your <laughs> real life labor for in game stuff. But what the fuck are you even playing the game for then? Like yeah. I, I miss the days and some people still do it and it's great, but I miss the days of like playing the game and unlocking shit and being excited about that. And be like, yeah, it's dope. Or, oh, fuck, you got that thing. You must have did this. Yeah, I had to do this for, like, hours. Oh, it's sick. Yeah, it was rough. Like, that's such a better experience than going, like, whew, you fucking, you, you spent the 20 bucks on that, huh? Yeah. Yeah, just, it, the, no one's proud of it. There's like, yeah. The hard part about that it. is that you get a pretty large amount of people who are like, well, I want that too, but they don't want to put the work in. But they're willing to go complain, and then the dev mm-hmm. just sees that complaint. So. And they go, well, we could get their money. Yeah. They're willing to pay for it, so why not? Which in some sense, I, I don't care that much about. But at the same time, in a game like this where there is no combat, and it's just like, you know, aesthetic stuff, the idea of, like, monetizing that. and of, This is all speculative. I'm, I want to be clear. Yeah, we're right? just talking. We're just time. talking. Yeah, I don't. this is an info we have. You, The info we have put into this episode is what we got. Um, but, uh... But yeah, to monetize something like this, to make it free to play, I think would be not the move. Because all the all the great free to play games, they're all action games anyway, but like they really kind of like toe the line of like what do we offer for real money and is it fair and how much content do we offer people without getting their money? We well, even and, premium uh, games get backlash. I mean, not, uh, not fucking to get most Ubisoft it, games, but you know, TBC or the Burning Crusade came out and it has boosts and the community threw a fit about it. So, Oh yeah. Mm. Oh yeah. Um, it is, it's tricky, man. 
Yeah, it's rough. Yeah. So yeah, I, I have the same concerns. Um, I wouldn't say necessarily concerns because I'm I'm not invested in the game, right? But, right. but it's hesitancy. I'm I'm hesitant as well for the same. Well, reasons. it's just a thought. Like how how do they plan to make their money, yeah. right? And and I think that's important right. because it's really easy to to advertise something, but like what's going to happen when you're playing it? So yeah. So hopefully it's just a good experience. That's what I want. That's what we always want. So play a good game. So do you want to play it, Chris? Are you interested? I, I want to sign up for the the alpha, the pre-alpha, whatever it is. But uh, I'll just, I'll just make my judgment there from what they show us from alpha and beta and things like that. Yeah, maybe a plan just sucks. You're like, well, I guess I don't have to worry about this. <laughs> like, it looks fresh. It's clean. You could decorate your house, but, like, your character moves like shit. Fishing sucks. And, like, <laughs> like fishing anyways. Farming's <laughs> lame and fucking, you're just like, oof, I'm not spending time here. This ain't home for me. I know it says it's home, but it's not. This ain't home. That'd be great. One less game to worry about. Fair. <laughs> but we want things to be good here at Taste Loop Gaming. Yep. We want all games to be good. So, anything else you guys want to say? No. Let's know in the comments what do you guys think about Palia, Palia. Um, are you excited or not excited? Is there any info on this that you have that we don't that you can maybe clarify some info and be like, hey, it's actually this. It's going to be premium. You guys don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Well, it's a general conversation. You're right. We don't. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, are you excited for this? What kind of features or things do you want from a game like this? What do you th- hope they don't do? And what do you think about free-to-play games and how people handle them? Let us know everything you're thinking about in the comments below. All right, so before we jump into uh, your guys' comments, make sure to type in hashtag STLG in your comment if you want to be featured. Otherwise, I pick at random. Um, I want to talk real quick about a thing that people are talking about right now. And we don't have to go too long because I don't want this episode to be fucking super long. Sorry, whatever, I don't but think I have much to say about it anyways. <laughs> sure, I just want to get you guys' thoughts on it. Um so it's been re- revealed recently that uh, Horizon Forbidden West, God of War Ragnarok, and Gran Turismo 7 are cross-generational games. So they're being developed for PS4 and PS5. Um, this is disappointing for a lot of people, and some people are very angry about it, because uh, these are not the PS5 exclusives that they were hoping for. Um, and they are essentially worried that, you know, if you're developing a game for PS4, it's not going to realize the full potential of the PS5. Um, and then, of course, people who want to play console wars uh, try and hold it against people who have PlayStations because they're like, ha, you only have actual next-gen games. And I'm like, yeah, but your console doesn't have any games. Yeah, so, those, like, those people don't matter. It's, yeah. So, just throwing out the, some of the arguments I'm hearing. Um, so I wanted to get your guys' take on what do you think of these games uh, in the first year of the release of the PS5 coming out for both PS4 and PS5. And then I'll have some stuff to kind of throw in there to kind of maybe get some more thoughts on it. What's your general thoughts on that? Does it deter you? Does it upset you? Does it, are you kind of worried about that? I don't think I've ever, I can't think of a single console I've bought where the first year was like banging. Well, that's that's true. I, I 100% agree with that. So, like, it has gone exactly how I expected it to go. The only thing that really is a huge difference here, regardless if we're talking PlayStation or Xbox, is there's a global superconductor shortage and an incredibly high demand for electronics across the board, not yeah. just gaming. Not even just, Cars, yeah. refrigerators, whatever. They cannot make enough chips. So... Uh, we're all dealing with it in some way. Mm-hmm. So, well, 
And so with with COVID, but also I don't know if I can say on YouTube. I feel like can't. So anyway, <laughs> um, with 2020 happening, uh, you have already there's already going to be a shortage because anytime consoles release, there's always a shortage. But there's also a shortage because of 2020. Um, so for that reason, developing for both makes sense because you're not leaving people behind um, on the PS4 and developing for the PS5 at the same time. But also, um, regardless of 2020. Uh, a lot of times you do have these generational games that come out um, or at least are made for both uh, consoles at the same time. You do, of course, have games that are made only for the new console, which we already have gotten, um, but uh, this would be a thing regardless on almost any transition of consoles. That's not me defending or um, attacking anything. That's just me stating... Par for course. Just stating something to expect. Um so just inserting that yeah um that uh aside the point to talk about the specific thing you've mentioned uh i i think the more people they can get those games uh more people to get to play those games the better for them um it's not like they're gonna make a bad game unless they do in which case then don't buy it right so um more people being able to play God of War is a good thing. They make more money, they make another God of War. Um, God of War played amazing on PS4. I don't know why you think it wouldn't play amazing now. And they can give it PS5 version things still. That doesn't mm-hmm. stop them from making a PS5 game. That company is big enough to make two versions of one game. If a, well, pe- if a person can make a game for PC run on a huge spectrum of hardware... Why can't they do it on console? So this is the thing that me and me and Josh talked about. I'm not going to express his opinion for him, but he he was of the mindset that he didn't understand why they, you know, with PS2 and PS3 and PS4, they did release games early on. And he brought the point that there's more PS5s in the wild now than there was PS4s when mm-hmm. they came out, which is um, a good point. My thing that I brought up was... Uh, we had cross-generational games with like the Xbox 360, with the King Kong game that came out. It was on both consoles, and it looked like shit on one and looked great on the other. Um, those are two separate games, though, made for two separate consoles because the proprietary technology in the PS3 is not the same as the PS2, not the same as the PS4. This is the first time, specifically for Sony, but for a lot of consoles, where you essentially just have two PCs. Uh, the SSD, of course, is proprietary. That's That's for... Uh, memory that's for loading shit quickly that's for accessing you know uh data quickly but you're still able to make essentially the same game run on two pcs at different graphical levels and you can turn off technologies like ray tracing and stuff so the kind of not necessarily the counter because we weren't debating we were just kind of discussing it but Mm -hmm. my point was this is this is this is gonna happen. I I wasn't. I'm not surprised by any of this. Yeah, I assumed Horizon Forbidden West and God of War Ragnarok were gonna do this. I didn't know Gran Turismo Seven. Um, I assume they're gonna do it because they can. It's not because they they can squeeze out more money for more people or worry about the PS4 people and make sure everybody gets a game. It's because they can make the same game run on two different things at different levels mm-hmm. of graphical fidelity which is something that is modern. That's something that they, they had to make separate. They had to make the Wii U version of the game and the PS2 version of the game, but the Xbox version didn't run the same. They had to make different versions of these fucking games, and now they can make the same game run on all the PCs at different levels or whatever. Yeah. So that is something to put out there. Um, Even feature stuff, right? So, like, um, 
the, the controller for PS4 as an mm. example, or even the They've ray already tracing done stuff. Games. It can, li- yeah. Look at PS4 to PS4 Pro and turn on a game, and the PS4 Pro options were grayed out for you because you just didn't have access to them. Mm. They can literally still do that. <laughs> so yeah. those things can just be locked away if you don't have the hardware for it. Yeah. So Two things I want to insert as well is that I'm saying they can make a real PS5 experience and a ps4 experience on the same game just you know different settings for both consoles doesn't mean they will either though 100 some people could be get lazy and just fucking throw the ps4 version onto the ps5 and not put a lot of work into the ps5 version or make a ps5 version that doesn't run good on the ps4 which would be a real dumb mistake a certain company that did that um as much as i love that company and the games they make that was stupid um so that that's definitely a thing but also as I'm inserting the stuff to just have the fair conversation that I think a lot of people aren't having, am I disappointed that I'm not getting a only developed game uh, for PS5 in Horizon Forbidden West, God of War, Ragnarok, and Gran Turismo 7? Like these games weren't built from the ground up for PS5, which inevitably would make a better game, possibly. Yeah, I'm a little disappointed with that for sure. I'm, I'm on that. But, the, but it does not... It, not disappointed in the sense that I'm upset these games are going to be on both. I don't give a fuck because I know they can achieve both. I just am. I knew for the first, I was telling people for the first two years of this console, you're going to be getting a lot of these games that are kind of on for, for everything. That's always how it's been, especially with companies like Ubisoft and all the big companies. They want to make sure they're casting their net everywhere. They're taking advantage of the new hardware, but also making sure people in the past can play it. And fucking PlayStation has always been about like seven year cycles, 12 year cycles, of their consoles, the game or the console is just out forever, and they make sure everybody can play them, whatever. And I do definitely want the games uh, made specifically for the PS5, but it's it's unrealistic to assume that they would jump in fully within the first year or two, possibly. I like I knew they were going to do stuff like this. So when I hear about it, even though I would prefer, I'm 100% on people's side on that. I'd prefer it to be a PS5 game, 100%, just PS5. Because they can be developed from the ground up for that. They're thinking about PS5 and not thinking about PS4. They're thinking about everything there. That's part of the development. I'd prefer that. There's no surprise here for me. Yeah. This isn't anything new. This isn't crazy. The only thing that's new is that they can do it better than they've ever, ever been able to do it. Because these are essentially PCs. They're glorified PCs. And if my high-end PC here can play ray tracing maxed out better than the PS5 can... And then my second PC back here can play the same fucking game without ray tracing and the graphics are like medium. They're going to look very different, mm-hmm. very different experiences. So and we can do that with the PS4 and PS5. And by we, I mean us because we're developers. <laughs> yeah, um, and I got one last thing to throw in mm-hmm. that I pretty much put in my opinion on this. Um, yeah. yeah, I was going to wait, but I was like, I got shit to say. I got to get in this. Maybe it's because I'm getting older or maybe it's because I, I have access to, to multiple devices, but mm-hmm. um, I just want to play a game. I don't care if it's a full blown, like, is it a treat to get a full blown PS5 game? Sure. Do I need every game to be that? No, no, I don't. Yeah. I, I just need to be able to like, is this game fun to play? Is it worth my money? Is it worth my time? Those are those are the factors, right? And uh, I'm gonna buy God of War, and it's probably going to be great unless they somehow fan- mess it up. I'm gonna buy Horizon, and it'll most likely be a great experience. Like, 
unless they screw it up. Right. And in which case that, that was going to happen anyways. <laughs> so, yeah. um, I don't know. It's, it's such a weird thing. And I think part of it comes down to the same reason people have these, uh, this versus that, uh, conversations all the time, which is not everyone has access to everything. And so they need to defend the thing they did put their money into. So, yeah, I don't know if that works directly for this, but I mean, I a hundred percent agree with that. Cause I preach that, but fucking, um, anyone on PS4 is not going to complain about this. Sure. They get to play the game too. Also, there's millions of PS4s out there, and people on PS5 will get to play the games too. So really, nobody's getting fucked here. It's more of like they didn't get their tasty treat. It's it's disappointment. It's like, oh, I know my parents are gonna buy me that N64. I'm gonna wake up on Christmas Day and I'm gonna have that N64. I fucking know it. And you wake up. I know I'm dating myself just talking about the N64, but I'm thinking about that kid. We can go further. I remember that kid (laughs) picture where the kid's screaming with or the N64. Um, and then you wake up and you open it up and it's like maybe an IOU or like, oh, we got you a Sega. And it's like, ah, fuck. I didn't, I thought I was getting this. Well, why'd you, no one told you you're getting that. Like yeah. fucking. So I think it's mostly a disappointment thing. And like I said, I'm, I'm everywhere on this. I'm, yeah. Logically, I did, I'm not upset because I just, it's not a surprise. I assume this is going to happen. Um, it just makes sense. But. Am I disappointed? Fuck yeah, because I, you know, I want some hardcore made for fucking PS5 games. That and the beginning of the console cycle is never the best. The, the games always get fucking crazier and better. The games on the end of the console cycle are miles ahead in every way, graphically, gameplay, all that shit. Than the beginning of the console cycle. So this early in the console cycle, people being upset about things when it comes to like power. I, I remember too. Almost every time a new console comes out, people always talk about like this is going to take advantage of the fucking the PS4, the PS3. This is the best the Xbox 360 graphics can be. I'm like, "No, it's not. The console just came out. They haven't fucking fully realized how to how to make games for this yet. The devs Unreal Engine wizards, yep. Unreal Engine 5 isn't standard yet. Fucking that's only going to get better. When when Unreal Engine 5 first came out, it looked like this and it ran like this and now it runs even fucking better. And looks better now. That's all evolving as the console's out. The, the, I'm never super excited for the early games of a console because they're not the best that they're going to be. So, I mean, I, I would like if they just delayed fucking God of War Ragnarok and release it like three years from now because it's going to be even better and blah, blah, blah. I don't care. Um, or hopefully they release another God of War before the end of the uh, this console cycle. They got time. Yeah, they got time for sure if they're releasing this early. Or hopefully we get another game by Gorilla by the end of the console cycle. Maybe we're getting these early and everybody will be kind of disappointed that it's not like the full potential. But then hopefully that gives them time to make the full-on, no bullshit, no excuses, PS5 fucking game or PS5 Pro game by then that's going to be insane. And we're going to forget about this whole thing. But for people to be like, you know, super upset about it, which I've seen some people pretty fucking angry about it. And then people who are into console shit talking shit over it. Um, I, I I think it's like most things uh, that we talk about on the show because we try to be you know fair minded about things. Um, I think it's wasted uh, energy and effort. And I think it's I think it's at the end of the day for me kind of illogical. And that's not to be an insult. I think some people just don't stop and think about things. I think they it's hear something and they get upset with everything. I think people just hear something and. Fucking! I had a bad day. I'm gonna just lay into this thing. I'm disappointed with. I'm gonna hit up the Twitter. I'm gonna hit the Twitter up and fucking get crazy. That's what it's for. Um, it's just the toilet of the internet, and um, that's where you let shit rip. But um, 
Is Chris okay? <laughs> I thought Chris he was, was sitting very still. <laughs> very still. I was like, is he gone? That's crazy. Yeah. Um, He's probably just waiting to, to get his swings in out. here. He's yeah. going to be like, I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. This is horrible. I'm so <laughs> pissed. Um, Which should be fun. Let's so, have that conversation. The guy without the PS5. So. Yeah. As a guy without a PS5, I'm fucking pissed. This is all. This is not coming a PS5 P- only game. Coming to PS4. Yeah. How dare you? Yeah. So, uh, I mean, yeah, hopefully, hopefully my my opinion and Shelby's opinion on that is pretty clear because mine's mine's very nuanced and I think yours is as well. Um, so yeah, uh, Chris, what are, what are your thoughts on that? Now that we've just well, kind of here's, here's here's the deal for me is that getting access to a PlayStation Five has been incredibly difficult. Even currently, it's incredibly difficult to find access to one. I know people have been getting them more and more frequently, but still, it's a slog just to get even to see one available within you know five seconds they're gone um and i'm not paying the ebay price of you know fifteen hundred dollars for ps5 you're out of your fucking mind um so i think sony realizes that this is an issue that they can't get their consoles out to everybody like they would like this is this is this is unique for me because i usually wait a little bit to buy a console before you know once they release a new one and it's usually not a big issue but it's still an issue so I think Sony realizes that this is continuing to be an issue. So they're going to develop their games for both consoles to not alienate their player base, um, which financially is a better idea because you're keeping that player retention of you know the greater mass of people who don't have access to this newer console. Yeah, it sucks for people who have the PlayStation Five. They're not getting you know every little like maximum hardware uh, accessibility from their games, but the consoles are like that to, even now like you still have games that like still don't touch the the deepest depths of you know the graphics that your consoles can access to until way yeah. later in the the console's life cycle so that they're making games available for both systems i think is the smart move um eventually they're not going to do that anymore because you know the consoles the playstation 4 is going to be old and everybody's going to have access eventually hopefully fingers crossed to a playstation 5 so this is going to be a non-issue in the future right now it feels kind of just like you know temper tantrums of like well i i got this exclusive console and no one else has got it i want all my stuff now mm-hmm. it's frustrating I, I understand where they're coming from i understand you know you want to see the full potential of what this fancy system that you have exclusive access to can do but it just doesn't make good business sense to make it limited like that. And it, and it sucks. Like I'm, I'm kind of miffed that the Final Fantasy seven is not going to be added to PlayStation four, the new one. It's only going to be a PlayStation five. You have Final Fantasy seven remake on PlayStation four and PlayStation five already. So what, what's the big difference? Where, how, why, why, why deal to incentivize people to hop over to PS five? Well, I mean, if you I, can. I would, if I could get access to it, yeah. but I fucking can't. Mm-hmm. And it's an, it's frustrating. It's so frustrating that that just because there's super limited of the superconductors and things like that something out of my control that I can't get access to something. It's so infuriating. That lack of it's access so though is also beneficial to them because it builds hype. It's negative hype, but it makes people want. Sure. Nintendo's been doing it for yep. years. Yeah. Sure. Sure. One one <laughs> but, thing. One thing also um, that that is not the exact same, but it's kind of similar. Is like Xbox released two separate versions of their console. One's a lesser version. It's better than the last gen of consoles, even the pro versions. But it's not as good as the current gen consoles either. You don't think Microsoft 
their games that they're making uh, aren't planned to run on that and their next-gen console and on PC inevitably because all their games are just on everything uh, for different specs of PCs. They're pretty much doing the exact same thing. Not to the same mm-hmm. um, uh, gap of, of power, but they're, they're still developing. They're stuck developing games for the S and the X. Whereas, like, eventually PS4 will get retired. And I'm assuming mm-hmm. the S will get retired at some point too, but by then they'll probably just be streaming their games a lot, or the S will just be streaming yeah, the games th- that they can. So different. That's their plan, yeah. But they're yeah. still, but they're still developing games that have to run on both. For sure, for sure. So any right. game you get for the the X is going to be a game that's developed to also run on the S because it's the same console, but they have different yeah. specs. Well, and PC at this point. Since... And PC, yeah. So they got to make it run on everything. Mm-hmm. So they're doing the same fucking thing. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's literally just people on PS5 being upset. I get it. I'm disappointed too. Not angry. I get it 100%. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's not a PS5 only game. But it, it, there's nothing happening now that's like really worthy of, of any greater discussion other than going like, ah, that kind of sucks. That's it. Yeah. That's yeah. about as far as I think it should even go. There's people really fucking pissed about it. There's like articles where people are like, this is why it's a fucking problem and all shit. I'm like, it's, it's not. It's not even remotely a problem. You're just being brat. You're still going to play it and fucking like it. It's just not going to be as good as you want it to be visually. It's going to run at fucking 60 frames per second. It's going to have performance mode. It's going to have a fucking ray tracing mode. It's going to be better than what the PS4 can do. It's just not going to be as crazy amazing visually because it didn't start from the ground up as a fucking PS5 only game. Um, but it still has the the ability to be a bigger gap for the two consoles because they're essentially fucking right. PCs and the fucking the PS5 load shit way faster so they can get crazier with it and you can have it on the exact same game and there's games that are like a fucking Call of Duty Warzone they're like a hundred some fucking gigs there's a lot of info you can put in that and a lot of info cannot be on the PS4 I mean there's literally the only thing limit limiting in this situation uh, the PS5 being like an amazing thing outside of, like I said, developing only thing about the PS5, which the creativity aspect of that is a factor. The only thing limiting that is the fucking developers. Yeah. If if Horizon Zero or uh, Forbidden West comes out and looks like shit, which we've seen it doesn't, and it's not going to look like that on PS4. If it comes out and looks like shit, that's because they didn't put the effort in to make the PS5 version graphics better. Just like on a PC, I can turn it down or turn it up. Same thing here. It's the exact same thing. It's on the developer. If they don't do it, it's fucking that's that's their decision, and they didn't put the work in. Yeah, the only other thing I was gonna add is uh, imagine loving something, and having I can't uh, it be <laughs> less nothing. successful. Like I, I, I just don't understand that. Like why why wouldn't you want it to flourish? Oh, it's like people in MMOs that chase people MMOs off. Are like what are you doing? Online there's games people in general, play, but yeah. not enough people play this game. It's fucking dead. You don't exactly. like this game? Like what the hell are you doing? Just don't play those people. Don't talk to them. If After they suck, the fucking find a, War, try and get a ranking mode or something. I want that game to succeed. Oh, dude. It's so. it's going to be amazing. It's going to be so good. More people who can play it, awesome. I don't want this. But if God of War Ragnarok came out on PS4, it would still be great. And I'd still buy it and love yep. it. Yep. Like. Of course, there's, yeah, there's obviously that part who wants it to be as like, epic and grand as possible that it can be. But at the same time, like. They're going to make a fun-ass game with a crazy story. 
So honestly, this is just me being a fucking nutcase, I guess. But I the one I'm most disappointed about is Gran Turismo Seven. I wish that was just a straight PS5 game. Uh, racing games are pretty <laughs> much spectacles anyway. So. I know. So I like wanted to build from the ground up. When I heard a new Gran Turismo was coming, I was like, fuck, finally. I'm so excited. But also I'm like, this is a next-gen game, dude. This is like Gran Turismo. Still Gran- give it haptic and stuff, though. I, I know, I know. I know. We've made this argument. Yeah. But like, still, if it was just from the ground. And I heard la- last minute they made that a PS4 game. So they're able to fucking crank it down. For PS4, they're, they're PCs. Yeah, that, that that's the point. But at the same time, <laughs> if they just started, and I think they did, but if they just start going like Gran Turismo Seven is going to be a fucking PS5 game, let's make this fucking crazy and really utilize the power of the fucking PS5. Um, that's what I want. Yeah. But but like I said, I heard they they decided that later, so they literally just went like, "We'll run on the PS4." I yeah, just turn down the fucking the lighting, turn off the ray tracing, make it not 4K. Turn <laughs> yeah. Run it at fucking 30 frames per second, which will suck, but you know, whatever. Um, it's playable, so you know, I don't know what I'm talking about anymore. Can't they just patch that out in the future, anyways? Like, make a, a PlayStation 5 patch to up everything? They could, they've been doing it. So, they, I don't I mean, see what the issue is. They don't even have to do that. We're now. living in a magical time where there's a lot of freedom to handle this however the fuck you want. The, the devs can literally <laughs> have it in their plan. When they're they're making these games, and it's not like when these games are starting to be developed, they didn't know PS5 was coming out. Sony told them, yeah, they can literally go, okay, here's the plan. We have to make this, 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 right? It can literally just be part of the plan. It's not like when they decide to just tack something on. Like they've had time to think about it. Now, if they do tack it on, that's their fault, and you should let them know that. Um. But I just I haven't seen these companies specifically do that, so I currently just have faith that they're going to have good products. If they don't, act accordingly. Yep. You got to go yep. in the moment. People are too busy worrying about the sins of the past, or fucking worrying about how they're potentially going to get fucked in the future, or thinking that the person they love so much, the developer is is infallible and. We'll never That's treat them treat them wrong, and you know, we'll never get consumed by corporate greed. Just, just never happened with any developers ever, ever. Nope, never. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Any other thoughts, Chris? It's just a non-issue. I'm just. Uh, yeah, I 100% agree with that. <laughs> I should have just explained just the situation, and then you just say that, and we just move on to the next topic. It's just such not a thing that should <laughs> I just, be. I just think the conversation needs to happen, because I'm not seeing yeah. it. I'm not seeing anybody having this conversation. Well, I'm seeing... I'm no seeing, one's having any conversations. Sure, sure. That's what I'm trying to offer here. But And obviously, I invite anybody watching this yeah. to comment politeful politely playfully uh if uh if you disagree or if you agree fucking let's have that conversation conversation um yeah. add some points in throw yeah. like this is an open conversation if there's something that we're missing just add it in there like hey For just sure. think about this um 100 open to that it's just when you start getting fucking crazy i mean then i start getting crazy it's fun but <laughs> not productive um leave it on twitter yeah go to twitter and do that but um but yeah it's just it, I just see people, and that's the problem with Twitter, but other places as well, YouTube, stuff like that in the comment section, which YouTube is can be pretty bad, yeah. horrible. Twitter's the worst. But it's because the limited amount of, of, you know, things you can type in and everybody there is just trying to signal to the people that follow them that they're all on the same team and they all cheer each other on and shit, and that's all the Assume point of it. circle jerk positions. Yep, 100%. Um, 
And so the conversation for this, as soon as it was even announced, was all negative. Even the people who were like, I'm okay with this. They found a way to fucking jab at those people and attack them. And I'm like, this is not, this isn't a conversation and nothing gets achieved from this. You're literally just drawing a line going like, we're not on the same team. Fuck you. That's it. And it's like, okay, are we even talking about the subject? What's the pros and cons? Is this something we can survive? Like fucking, what the hell's going on over, bro. Yeah, it's, it's so dumb. So dumb. It's like eight-year-olds. Except for sometimes I see their pictures and they look like they're my age. Still eight years old mentally. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of those. Um, anything else? I feel like we've covered this pretty well. Mm-hmm. Just chill out, guys. <laughs> not our community. Our community is great. Yeah, you but guys if are you, great. If you're not part of this community and you want to be, hit the subscribe button. You can join this. We can have these conversations. Calm, that we do, yeah. But, and if then you're, join. but if you're somebody who's <laughs> stopping by to check this out and you want some rage, wrong place, yeah. just chill out, dude. Fucking, that's the big thing, dude, with everybody. I'm just like, just chill. Yeah, calm too, down. I'm too tired for you. Just sit down, man. Calm down. <laughs> Enjoy all the things you like. Don't look for the things you dislike. Play games for fun, goddammit. Yeah. That's what I do. I don't play. I mean, sometimes I play games for the channel that I don't like. That's still fun for me. It has a different fun element to it. Yeah. With that, let us know in the comments. Let's say, no, let's no. Go. Let's know in the comments. What do you guys think about this uh, situation? What do you think about Horizon Forbidden West, God of War, Ragnarok, and Gran Turismo Seven being developed awesome. for PS4 and PS5? What do you think about the prospect of that in general? We think about that. How that. Uh, correlates and compares to how it's been done in the past. Uh, we think about it in the sense of what I kind of brought up with the Xbox Series S and X, because even though we don't have examples of that, aside from every game ever on those consoles, um, what do you think about you know how that affects development? Uh, what are some pros and cons to developing purely for the PS5 as opposed to two things? And uh, what are you hoping for for uh, when it comes to uh, these games and other games? Uh, and yeah, do you think it's too early to be discussing this for a new console or do you expect perfection when new hardware comes out? Let me know everything you're thinking about in the comments below. (laughs) Uh, okay. It's the time again where I say, okay. And, uh, (laughs) we read your guys' comments and reply to them. If you'd like to go to the front of the list at Disneyland, tasty land, you can type in hashtag STLG on your comment. Otherwise I pick a random for the fast pass. Yep, you get the fast pass. So we reviewed uh, Zero Escape, the Nunnery Games, uh, for Game of the Month, and then we got to pick, or randomly pick, Minecraft. We discussed that game. If you don't know what it is, you should go watch that video because it's an interesting conversation. We didn't know what it was either until we played it. (laughs) Um, And yeah, the person who voted the shit out of that game uh, for the community pick uh, had an opinion that they expressed. Stick says... Uh, I feel like I wasn't on the high of, uh, is it I or AI? I, the Somnium Files, these games have the craziest names, the Somnium Files and visual novels at the time, I likely wouldn't have picked this, referring to the game we played. For Community Pick this year, I will, and I'm glad you're already planning on it because it's coming soon. For Community Pick this year, I will still pick unique game experiences, but likely nothing as narrative driven. 999 I played on DS is way more enjoyable without the voice acting as I had voices in my head for the characters. The second one, Virtue Last Reward, improves everything except the escape rooms are largely similar in difficulty and has an absolutely amazing voice cast, which is cool to hear. However, it is a relic of the time and it was the first visual novel type game I have played. I do believe Dang Danganropa, Danganropa uh, AI, The Somnium Files, 
and 13 Sentinels, which I do own, uh, are better starters for a more narrative experience. Uh, I think the best recommendations would probably be 13 Sentinels. I own it uh, since it has an amazing story, fantastic visuals, phenomenal voice acting, and a fun real-time tower defense-esque battle system. Who you sold me on that game. I mean, I, you did sell me <laughs> and I own it, but um, tower defense. Uh, I don't really regret I don't really regret picking this, but I do think it doesn't work with the format. And I won't lie, I was dreading when it would come up, especially since I am no longer on the visual novel kick. Um, before I ask you guys what you guys think of this, if you have anything to add to that, uh, I just want to say thank you for picking it. Yeah. Uh, even though our impressions uh, were all over the place, uh, make sure to watch that episode. I'm not going to reveal them here. Um, it was very cool to have uh, a game that we otherwise probably would never have played on the channel. I like having these conversations and expanding our view on games and stuff like that. We play a lot of types of games here. So it was very cool for you to kind of insert that. So the dreading thing, I get where you're coming from. Cause you're like, Oh shit, this is even relevant, blah, blah. But, um, de- definitely don't dread, dude. I fucking, I was, I was stoked when, uh, when it got brought up, I was stoked. I was stoked when it got put on the list. I was stoked when it got pulled up because I was like, fuck yeah, we have to play something like I would never play otherwise. So, um, yeah, any thoughts you guys have when it comes to all this? I mean, really, I'm just going to emphasize on the, the, I guess, the, the dread part or the, the, the line where you said you wouldn't have picked. Um, I think one thing we always say specifically with, like, the PlayStation Plus games is sometimes we're given games that are outside of our comfort zone and our wheelhouse. NBA 2K. And, yeah, and though <laughs> yeah. I would never play that on my own accord, the reason to push me into trying something outside of my comfort zone is an enjoyable experience even if i don't necessarily enjoy the game itself mm-hmm. um i think it is an important thing um because maybe it'll be the one right and as the three of us here um i did end up liking the game uh did i love it no but it was fun and i enjoyed my experience with it so i like the story yeah i like the visual style so watch the episode yeah definitely watch it um as far as uh, the other two games you mentioned there, because one of them is a sequel, I believe, right? It's the sequel to this game. Yeah. Um, Virtue's Last Reward. Danganronpa is literally all over the internet all the time, at least in... I don't know what the fuck that is. Sounds familiar. Yeah, it just it has very um, cosplayed characters. <laughs> and mm-hmm. then um, 13 Sentinels, when that came out, that was also all over the internet for a little bit. So I, like, I definitely know those. I've been hesitant to try Danganronpa just because... Um, some of the community I've seen around it. So, but uh, if you're saying it's good, I'd be willing to give it a shot. It's like fucking. Um, it's just it's just a little over top for me. So, God, uh, <laughs> Dead by Daylight's community. Those motherfuckers are goddamn horny. Why? Well, I, I think all they're communities real, have that problem. They're, no, they're <laughs> real bad. They're real bad. On Twitter, fucking Dead by Daylight, the Twitter will come out and be like, how you guys doing? They're like, woo and start posting pictures of people getting fucked and characters in the game they want to fuck and all these, like, half-naked pictures. Everybody just goes nuts. And everyone, nobody in there is going like, this is weird. Everybody's like, fuck yeah, everybody just loves it. Degenerates. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. It's like going down a back alley and everybody's just doing drugs and getting crazy and fucking. I'm just like... What is this? I don't generally click on comment sections very often, so I, oh, I, I, I don't it. know in that regard. But um, <laughs> I do know that uh, the game has been in a weird spot for me. Like, uh, But, yeah, I mean, if it is it is a cool game, I, I would be willing to try it. Um, I do know a lot of people love it. And then 13 Sentinels, I heard nothing but good things about. So. 
Yeah, I played for a little bit. It was really neat. I just it's on my PS4 and I keep forgetting my PS4s here because I have a PS5 and PC. I should probably just install my PS5 and just it'll be there. I moved everything to my PS5. So, my do I got a gigantic hard drive? I could probably just plug it into my PS5. You just plug it in. Yep. Yeah. Never mind. I fixed it. Chris, any thoughts? Um, I just kind of reiterate what you guys are saying. You know, don't be afraid to suggest it. It's a community pick game, so it's a game that you enjoyed playing at whatever point in time. You don't be afraid to put it up it. there. Yeah, we had, well, we had someone trying to make yeah. us play a fishing game. Yeah, I what mean. if they're like, "This game <laughs> fucking sucks." I'm gonna, I'm gonna get them to play it, and then we talk about it, and that's fun. Yeah, that's the whole point of it. Is it's us to play games that we don't like? You said that we don't normally play that we can discuss about it in objective manners. So don't be afraid to suggest things. It's not, and some of us enjoy it, some of us didn't. That's how all games are going to be, though. Yeah, 100%. I always like it better when we don't all just agree on something. But then sometimes Chevy's mm-hmm. just like, I'm going to give this an A. And I'm like, you too, huh? Fuck yeah, this game's dope. <laughs> but if we're down the B and C range, if he's like, oh, it's a B, I'm like, yeah, me too. I'm not like as excited. <laughs> but if it's like, oh, this game's so good, it's an A. And somebody else is like, it's an A. I'm like, hell yeah, validation. I love it. Everyone <laughs> does. That's how humans are. Um, I think it's interesting though that he's even talking about like in hindsight, essentially, like you know he he at the time was super into that game and games like that, and as he went on, he's like, oh, I'm not really as crazy about that right now. Is it even relevant? So I get that meant. I, we have to update the list all the time too when it comes to game of the month. I'll like we'll like look it up every once in a while and go, eh, is that game something we're even going to be playing now? Or yeah. sequels coming out yeah, soon? We, we just that. add that. We do it all the time. So I get that mentality. Luckily, luckily the two runner ups for our game of the month uh, have both been picked. They're not on the list anymore. Oh, yeah. So we're, we freed that up. You guys don't have to wait too long. So that's kind of nice. Um, but I, I get the mentality of, of where you're at. And also thank you in the episode. I asked if you had any, if anybody had recommendations of games like this that we should play. You had like four of them. So uh, very cool. And I own one of them. Uh, the Somnium files though. I don't know anything about that. I need to look into that. And Danganronpa apparently has a bunch of degenerates or something. I didn't say that. I, I think I said that about Dead by Daylight, and I just kind of think they're all the same now. Now you're assuming. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm very happy to hear that um, that Virtue's last reward uh, improved everything and has uh, an amazing voice cast. That's very cool to hear. Also, 13 Sentinels. I've heard nothing but great things about. So you even bring that up. I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. So yeah, thanks for the uh, the game recommendations and the game that we played. And uh, yeah, can't wait to see what you pick for our next game of the month for the community pick, which is coming up very soon, but Chevy gets to pick next month. Yeah, and the random game we got was the one I was planning on picking, so. <clears throat> Minecraft? Yeah. Oh yeah, I better start thinking of something else. Yeah. Or pick Minecraft. Fucking, I mean, that'd be kind of boring we'll for people watching. When that but, month comes. but you can pick whatever the fuck. Anything we've already played, whatever. Maybe I'll force that, you to beat Final Fantasy XIV. <laughs> yeah, you could you could pick Final Fantasy XIV. I'd have to play it. Um, thank you for the comment. And moving on to the next video, we reviewed Battlefield Five, Wreckfest, and Strandeep. I've started putting review on these videos because people who don't know our system don't know what game of the month or plus club is so maybe they'll look at and go oh they're gonna review those games and we do but they're gonna be surprised when sometimes we don't beat the whole fucking game like, why are they reviewing this while well, we played it and that's our system anyway we reviewed those games uh for plus club for me and uh had a great conversation over on reddit although it's a holiday so it's very it was a smaller conversation than normal but i yeah. get it um 
But we got some comments over here. Uh, one of them being from Maneki Neko saying, I keep doing a double take as I'm listening. Like what the oh. fuck? Where's Seth? Because for anybody who doesn't know, I blew my voice out yeah. and I wasn't able to talk as well as I'm talking right now. I'm like at like, you're not even hundred percent right now. I'm not hundred yeah. yeah. percent right now either. Yeah. I have like a little bit of resistance in my throat, but, uh, but I could talk way fucking better than I could. Then I was sitting there going like, Hey guys, it's me. It's, I promise it's Seth. Um, <laughs> podcast listeners are like liar yeah they're like who the fuck is this guy they replaced <laughs> seth they took him out back and shot him um communist did it uh but yeah so uh this is communist why is this a theme the communist from eso chris brought it up um i keep doing a double take yeah so yeah it was is that, that was me yep i'm just glad i can talk it's so no you guys fakes here you guys know i like to talk so fucking it's very nice that i'm almost unhindered in that regard um and then Rob says, hyped to watch this episode. I played Battlefield 5 a while ago, so I didn't really play any of the plus games this time. Interested to hear your guys' thoughts, uh, because maybe then I'll go back and play them. Let me know if you did. I, uh, I'm i glad. I'm glad. I am I love anytime someone says that they're excited for something to put out, because I'm like, that's dope. I fucking love that shit. But uh, hopefully you did uh, watch that, and maybe you went back and played. Update us, Rob. For a second, I thought I was like, Rob, Rob? But then I saw the picture. I'm like, that can't that's be Rob. Not Rob, Rob. That's not Rob. That's Rob Rob, <laughs> that's, but not Rob Rob. That's a Rob, but not Rob Rob. <laughs> and you don't want to be Rob Rob. You just want to be Rob. So it's a good thing. <laughs> Anything you want to add to any of that, Chris? <laughs> okay. Moving on. Thank you, everyone, for the comments. Yeah. And uh, your boy's voice is back. Mostly. Um, Mostly, yeah. Uh, I watched a video for Dying Light 2, Stay Human. Mm. Make sure to go watch that if you want to see my thoughts on that. I'm uh, Spoiler, I'm very excited. And uh, we got some comments uh, from Nick Raintree saying, Super stoked for this. Now I want to rerun the first one. I'm in the same boat. Uh, we got one from Mr. Gremlin737 saying, in quotes, He's explained this shit like it actually happened. He's been in development as long as he thinks it's actually happened. Fellow survivor, let me explain to you what's going on. Laugh my fucking ass off. Uh, yeah, the guy explaining uh, the game to the girl in that video, he was like looking around. He looked worried and shit. He's explaining the story of the game. I'm like, has he been working on this game for so long? It's like this story has just become reality, reality. for him. He's like, listen, okay. listen, we got to get the fuck out of here, man. When it gets dark, we're all going to die. And I was like, this guy, needs, Maybe. this guy needs to calm the fuck down. Um, and then we got a comment from Amelia. Welcome back, Amelia. I haven't heard from you in a while. Uh, saying, I'm so excited for Dying Light 2, Stay Human. I love the first game for its open world design, atmosphere, and gameplay. I'll probably get the standard or deluxe edition as I don't want to spend $300 on a game. that I don't even know if it'll be any good or not. Fair. I feel like the game's going to be pretty good, though. I'm just saying. like, If you want to spend that $300, you could probably spend it. You could probably spend it. Uh, Lost Judgment is my most anticipated game. Most anticipated game of 2021. As a huge Yakuza and Judgment fangirl. You are too because you and like one other person were talking up like a dragon. A shitload. I was like, I gotta play that. I gotta play that. And then I played it. I'm like, I fucking love this game. So definitely you gotta play Lost Judgment. Let me know and sell it to me. Um, I replayed Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice recently. I missed one trophy on my first playthrough years ago. That would drive me crazy. Uh, I platinumed it with this second playthrough. Congratulations on that. And then I've also been having a blast with new Pokemon Snap. I'm starting to pick it up. Me too. Uh, I've been loving Near Replicant, though. Need to play more of that. Been upgrading some of my PS4 games to their PS5 remasters. Uh, like 
Metro Exodus Complete Edition, Greedfall, Gold Edition, Judgment, Yakuza Like a Dragon, Neo Collection, Mortal Shell, Enhanced Edition. Uh, was that game any good? Mortal Shell? Uh, new Pokemon Snap was my go-to game while I was hospitalized, which, uh, first and foremost, I hope you're doing better. You actually, sure. you actually replied to this and explained what happened. I'm not going to share that because that's your information, even though you did comment it. But uh, I'm glad you are doing better. Um, that's horrible to hear. Uh, that you were in there, but at least you had, and I said this in my comment, but at least you had time to play Pokemon Snap. If there's any uh, silver lining <laughs> silver lining to being hospitalized, which sucks. And yeah, we, no we definitely are hoping you make speed recovery and um, are feeling better. For sure. Um, anything you guys want to add to that? I need to buy a memory card so that I can pick up Pokemon Snap. <laughs> <laughs> this comment reminds me that I need a bigger purchase. Yeah. <laughs> um, I also need to play all the Yakuza games because I've only played one a, a little order. bit. That's a lot of game. It is a lot of game. That That's the, the so I'm staring at a, a, a mountain I have to climb and I'm just like, do I feel like doing this right now? Yeah. So it literally was like, yeah. I want to be up there, but I got to yeah. climb up there. So I'm hoping I can find time to do that. I did buy uh one through six. So I am looking forward to playing them. Some point. But that game does look cool for sure. Yeah, for sure. You played near? Not yet. Oof, dude. Hey, oof. I bought it. <laughs> I played it for an hour and a half and loved it, and I just didn't play it anymore. Yeah, I liked it a lot. I was like, guess I'll play something else. <laughs> this is the curse of my life. And Dying Light Two, you already know my opinions on, but I'm very excited about that game. I, uh, I kind of my hype for it was muted because they also were muted on the development of it, and then they came out and like, hey, not only is it actually being worked on still? We did this whole fucking spectacle to show it off and explain it, and it comes out this year. And I was like, holy shit, I can't wait for this game. Yeah. Also, want to play Pokemon Snap, but have mm. bought it. Chris, thoughts? Uh, well, first of all, hope you're doing well, like everybody said. Um, I, I didn't play Dying Light, the first one, so the hype for me is not there. Uh, zombie survival games. From what I've seen of this game, it would probably stress me out Go pretty on. hard. It's got multiplayer. It's got loot. Oh, well, well. Seth will definitely oh. play. With you. Seth will definitely play with you. That that would ease that would ease this, the tension for me it's quite fun. a bit. <laughs> um, but I also want to play. Or I don't. I need to look at into Pokemon Snap more because I played the original one on N sixty four back in the day. To date myself here, but I I had it and I played it so much like mm-hmm. so fucking much back in the day i've only heard that's good so that's cool because i've heard anything yeah. about it i've watched a couple people stream it too nothing so. good or bad nothing no one's talked about it so that there, let me propose a question to amelia does it have the content to merit buying it do you love it and is there enough there to play because the original game was pretty short but you replayed it because there's all the shots you didn't get and there's the secrets you literally didn't have time to get all the shots you had exactly this game i think is similar Mm -hmm. and there's all these like there's all these like things you to look up like if you do this and this this guy will show up Mm -hmm. and it's like oh shit i want to see that and it's kind of a cool thing i miss i got a selling point for you you can throw apples at pokemon sold i'm gonna throw apples at pokemon Sometimes they get mad head. For doing in fact, that. if I saw a Pokemon in real life, I would be like, does someone got a fucking apple, dude? Yeah. I need to hit that do you thing wanna, Do you want to eat the apple, or do you want to ignore me, and then I'll throw you and hit you with one? I'm going to hit it with the apple, and then it can have it. It's a trade-off. I get to throw the apple. It gets to eat the apple. I just need one pumpkin-sized apple, please, to throw at things. 
damn, you're going big. Depending on the size of Pokemon. I need a car-sized <laughs> apple. So I can throw out that <laughs> Gyarados. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else? All right. No. Hope we, hopefully you're doing good, Amelia. And we'll hear from you again mm. soon. And thank you, everybody, for your comments. Moving to the last video where I watched Horizon Forbidden West. I keep wanting to say Horizon Zero Dawn 2. Um, that's not a game. It never will be. Uh, Horizon Forbidden West. The game is coming out on PS4 and PS5. Uh, and it looked fantastic. Uh, talked about that. Watch that if you want to see my reaction to it. Um, I ran into this weird thing that I've never almost ever ran into in my life. While looking at myself, looking almost confused. Um, we'll scroll down. I'm just like staring at myself like, is that me? Um, the graphics are amazing. They're almost so good I was con- like, I was confused looking at them. I was like, is that CG? I still watched it. Is that CG? I was looking at it. One thing that's kind of weird, though, that happens in the cinematics most of the time, but then it kind of happened a couple times in the gameplay, and this is something I think only me is. Um, only I am going to have this fucking issue. It's not even an issue. I'm so stoked for this game. Um, it seemed like if, like, you're fucking, if you're, I just want to hold my camera real quick. If you're, like, fucking bumping your aperture down to, like, 1.4, and you're, you got a shallow focus area, it seemed like she's in focus and everything was like blurry behind her. And I don't know why they did that. Huh? Like it's, it looks weird. Like the game's really crisp and clean looking, but like she's in the foreground, everything's blurry. But then like every time a character talks, everything's blurry behind her. But even during the gameplay, it seemed like she was like separated from like the background in a really weird way. So it's probably just like a bloom effect or something like that or whatever they're doing for that kind of tech. That was the only thing I kept looking. I was like, that looks weird, but it's not, it's not bad. The game's, amazing looking graphically but yeah i need to watch it that still. one I thing I, yeah it's hard to explain but i think i'm the only person who's even gonna see that and go what the fuck but uh <laughs> very cool looking game hmm. make sure to go check that out uh we got a comment from jeremy that says horizon zero dawn is a game i, I almost just stopped there um i really 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 want to play it's one of those games i am completely blinded never check stream or anything i never had the chance to try it before but now I got my PS5. Horizon Zero Dawn is on top of my list, besides Final Fantasy XIV and Demon Souls Remaster. Liar, liar, because he just beat The Last of Us Part Two. And not to speak for him, but he loved it a lot. He's he's got the he's got the he list. He told me top five games of all time. Last was Part Two. Big claim. It's a really good game. So he beat that. And now he's on to Horizon Zero Dawn, Final Fantasy XIV, allegedly, and Demon Souls Remaster. Yeah, he De- plays during normie hours, so I never see him. But <sighs> yeah, normie hours. He's a daywalker. <laughs> yeah. Oof. Yeah. It's that that time difference. Yeah. Um, yeah. Really good list though. All those games, definitely check them out. Uh, you have the PS5, so play Soul or Demon Souls for sure. That game is a, a visual treat. Yeah, and it's just it's just fucking it's dope. It's that game. But great graphics like that. That looks like a next gen game. Um, yeah, Horizon Zero Dawn definitely play the show that because that that mm-hmm. game is a lot of fun and the story's fucking sick. I actually really like the story of Horizon Zero Dawn. I think it's very creative, and that's hard to say for a lot of sci-fi. Stuff. Also, it's good pacing. So good pacing. Yeah, my biggest complaint is like not Aloy. I think Aloy is a cool character, but sometimes she's just a little too quick on the. 
Oh yeah, well, like anyone's too like, snappy. Yeah, she's a little too too on the on or on point when it comes to like comebacks. Like the writing is a little too cheesy for me. Because someone would be like, "We're gonna kill you." She's like, "Oh yeah, you think that? Not me. You're not gonna kill me. I'm gonna kill all of you." And then you do it. I'm like, "Well, she was right." Was she gangster now? Yeah, pretty much. It's just like she always just has some kind of comeback. And I'm like, "Yeah, I always have to say something like that." Um, but yeah, she's a cool character. Whole game's great. Chris, any thoughts? Uh, I have also not played Horizon Zero Dawn and had many a chance to play it. Especially since on PC now. He's got PS4. And I have, and they they gave it away if on PS4 as well for yeah. free. So I got it. It's there. The thing. <laughs> it's just sitting there. It's right there. It's definitely a game. <laughs> all right. Well, hopefully, you get a chance to play all those games. And uh, definitely let me know what you think of all three of those. I'm curious about your opinion. We got comments from two comments. I'm going to read. Uh, let's see. Uh, from Simon, Writer's Block Randall. First one saying, and they want to get this thing running on PS4. I mean, where's the Switch port? Um, funny you mention that because the game is going to be on PS4, um, <laughs> which has been a big point of contention that we just discussed. We've never talked about. If you skipped that part, go back and watch that. Um, but yeah, it's yeah. Where is the Switch port? Let's fucking get that going. That'd be I mean, of, maybe by the end of the year. That'd be kind of fucking crazy. That, that Switch Pro. Rumors getting stronger and stronger. Oh, it's real, dude. They're gonna fucking shut thing off mm-hmm. right before E3. I'm so excited. I'm selling my Switch to get that Switch Pro. Watch that thing have oh, a fucking man. shortage on purpose by Nintendo. They're making a new console and they're gonna be like, we're gonna release it when it's hard to get materials on purpose. I'll say, yeah, it's a bad time to release anything. That way, when all these people are like, they do this on purpose, like, well, we did do it on purpose, but there's no chips. We can't do it anyway. Yeah. So fuck you. They're the alloy of of companies they always got a snappy response talking shit um yeah so simon riders block randall also says obscene if it stays like this forbidden west might be the best looking game ever made the volumetric rays the shadows the precision of the lighting the color palette the raw texture detail the faces the particles the water the underwater looks something out of real life nature documentary the underwater is very good looking uh, the entire game looks like a CGI trailer. I agree 100% with aperture things that I think are weird. Uh, what the fuck? Even the soundtrack is bumping. It is. Uh, the gameplay looks solid as fuck too. You get to climb shit, grappling hooks, umbrella, boss fights. The AI doesn't look retarded either. This is pretty much the only game right now that makes me think, yeah, that is next gen. Thoughts? Z. Is that I, hype? I, I haven't seen it. Is that hype getting you excited? Uh, I me no, but I'm I'm difficult. You ain't gonna excited. I, I, even, I don't hype even, doesn't work really work on me. What are you even commenting for if you can't get Chevy excited? Oh yeah, good luck. Um, <laughs> I I do want to go. Um, in fact, when we're done filming, I gotta go sign up for an alpha and apparently watch the Horizon trailer on my TV. So. Um, oh yeah, I haven't seen it in 4K. Yeah, so, I watched it when it got streamed. So. Yeah. So. That's, I guess, Maybe my that'll plan fi- now. I hope that fixes my problems to stop talking about it. Because I keep bringing up, you're like, just looking at me like, okay. I, I wonder maybe if it okay. is a resolution thing. Well, it's streamed. It's the, streaming the graphic is weird, quality yeah. is, yeah, it's compression and shit. Maybe mm-hmm. that's it. I hope that's it. I hope I can just shut up about this thing. Because <laughs> every time I bring up, people just look at me like, okay. I'm like, okay, I'm just crazy. Okay, it's fine. <laughs> I've accepted that. Yeah. 
I mean, otherwise, I'm glad you're excited. Chris, this is the best-looking game ever made, and that is next-gen. That's er, If that's how you feel, that's good Damn. for you. Damn. That's, that, well, that's just your opinion, dog. Subjective. Um, Subjective. <laughs> what's the best-looking game ever? I mean, I assume it's going to look amazing because now it's two people in, like, you know, 10 minutes have said that it's a good-looking game, so. It's a very good looking game. But what it is, is, very good is the best game. game ever right now? That's I can't answer that. I don't even know. I'll say, what are I you asking know. me right now? I, I have no idea. <laughs> Which, like, what kind of best looking? Are we talking, like, technically best looking? Or what I feel is best looking? Or, like... Is it the most artistically appealing? Or is it the most... No, 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 no not aesthetically or? appealing. I mean, like, the best looking graphically. Oh. Like, you look at it, and it can't be achieved on lesser things. You need a bumping ass fucking interface experience to render these achievable graphics only on Crytek. <laughs> Crisis. Crisis is the best thing game ever made. Uh, yeah, that's probably the that's probably the only answer. That game still looks pretty good. NASA so still hasn't figured it out. Way ahead of its time. <laughs> the game was so ahead of its time it took like ten years for people to be able to play it. Like how'd you make this? I don't know. It was on accident. We didn't mean to. The the engine just kind of did it. It's from the future. Yeah. <laughs> Went in the future, made this game there, and brought it back here. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I can't. I can't even, answer. I can't question. even honestly. I, I, I have yeah. to think about it. I got a couple things off the top of my head, but one thing I will say though is the best looking PS4 game ever made is Last of Us Part Two. The only thing that makes my graphics card kick on is Minecraft with shaders. Best looking game ever. <laughs> That ray tracing. My 3080 don't give a shit otherwise, but Minecraft with shaders, fans, full blast. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I pretty much agree with everything you said. I don't know if I'd say it's the best looking game ever made, but it's definitely one of the best looking games ever made. And uh, now that's next gen. I mean, I think you got a good, even though I think a lot of angry people would but argue, it's gonna be on both. Would argue against it. It's funny because he said all this before that became a thing, and so this is an honest reaction. And uh, I agree. When I looked at the game, I was like, that's a next-gen game. And if nobody told you it's also come out on PS4 until the last minute, I don't think anybody would have bitched. So um, I'll just leave it there. Anything else you guys want to say? That's going to do it. Thank you for the comments, everybody. And, uh, yeah, it's going to do it for this episode of TasteCast, episode 100 and wherever the fuck, 43. <laughs> As always, thank you for watching. Make sure to like and subscribe if you enjoy this episode. Make sure to check out our other episodes. Check us out on all the social media and streaming shit down below. Discord, Patreon. You can support us there. If you think uh, supporting us and commenting, liking, sharing, and subscribing if you're brand new isn't enough. And uh, we are on iTunes, Spotify, and the podcast platforms. If you prefer to listen to us in audio form, this will definitely be there. Um, yeah. Quick reminder again that e3 is coming up it's gonna be a shit show it's gonna be crazy and uh we're gonna be fucking running gunning when it comes to uh filming episodes there will be more episodes It'll be like four times the episodes of normal but uh the I schedule am... is dependent on um them and us when life. we can film <laughs> and if anything comes up which i hope it doesn't because most time it doesn't but just letting you know it's gonna be a shit show and uh gonna be fun and stressful no taste the cast unless all three of us are just kind of feeling it so yeah my name's seth and uh thanks for hanging out guys yeah, chevy yeah. chris until the next episode you guys thanks for hanging out have a good one guys and take it easy